What's up, everybody? On today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast, we give a little bit of a CES recap, talk about some fundamental truths when it comes to going to Las Vegas, finally catch up on some voicemails, and talk about a couple of announcements that happened over the past couple of weeks. All this and more on today's episode of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Pew, 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 pew. My voice is hurting. What's up everybody, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to episode 114 of the Hashtag Blackout Podcast. Let's see, that's 114, I think, I don't know. Uh (laughs) I'm Jared. I'm Jake. And man, we back and at it again, two times in a week and a half. Two times. So hey. Two, two, yep, two times. We're back and uh, consistent. How's it going, man? How was your week, Jake? It was going. It was just another week. Kids went back to school. Uh, wife went back to work. I sat at work doing nothing. Well, actually, I did something, but I didn't want to do it. But yeah. yeah, that was it. That was pretty much it. That was the 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 highlights of my week. Surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's cool. That's cool. Uh, I, uh, but yeah, it was. It wasn't much of anything. Just the same old, same old on my end. Trying to reconfigure my office space. So I have like junk everywhere. I got uh, stuff and boxes upon boxes and supplies. I, Ikea got a lot of money from me yesterday. So mm. yeah, you know how that is. Man, I know how that is. What? But that's yeah, good. But that's about it. That's about it, man. How was your your uh, very fun week? Fun yeah, well, and interactive week. Well, first of all, I know you said you got boxes and boxes. I saw that you released that unboxing video oh. yesterday on YouTube so it was really good with oh. the janky yeah. toys so why don't you go ahead and tell the people what your channel is called and what that latest unboxing was I thought that was pretty good alright well the channel you could just say just type in hey it's Jay that's me hey it's Jay just keep it su- keep it sweet and simple so yeah uh, the boxing the unboxing so uh I don't know how many people out there are familiar with like the the art toy designer toy universe <laughs> if you want to call it a designer toy scene urban vinyl scene it's mm-hmm. not pops or funko related um it's a little beyond that but shout out to the people who collect pops um but there was a company long ago early late 90s early 2000s called kid robot that's still running strong today so the founder of that company actually left some years ago and he's back on the scene with a new art toy uh, and he's collaborated with a, another artist one of my favorite artists um, so they've come together formed this company called super plastic and they put up super. a kickstarter campaign yeah super plastic they put up a kickstarter campaign like earlier last year um, only asking for twenty five thousand dollars that was it but the people who the fans and the followers of the scene know these people know their work ethic and and what they they produce they ended up with over 500 uh, 500,000 dollars so half a million dollars they ended up with 
So yeah, everything is is completely like blown out of water. You know, their target was blown out of water, and you know they produced a very quality toy, very quality uh figure, mm-hmm. and I ended up you know backing one of their their uh, tiers mm-hmm. and got a bunch of stuff. Um, their blind boxes, what and for the people out there who don't know what blind boxes is. It's just a, a box. No one knows what you're getting, and there's a bag in there with the actual toy inside. So there's no telling what you're gonna get when you pick up a box if you buy it somewhere. But I managed to get a case, and not all the time you're gonna get every single thing in that case or every single uh, toy in that particular series. But I managed to get every single toy in that particular series, even a few of the rare ones. There's like mm-hmm. two that I'm missing, mm-hmm. but you know, I've got some of those rare ones, and you could look online, like on eBay, and a couple of the ones that I got are actually going for upwards to $200 when they're only wow. like a $10, uh, you know, $10 you buy, buy one box. Yeah, $10 purchase if you purchase like a single one. And some of them going for like $200. I got, I picked up one extra one. There's like additions to that Kickstarter campaign that you could pick up. I picked up one that was $80. I mm-hmm. check on eBay a couple of days ago. That sucker is going for almost 400 bucks. So yeah, there's, it's a good purchase. If you're, you know, if you like that particular scene, you know, definitely these are, are quality, quality toys. Yeah, that's pretty so, dope. Yeah, that's cool. That's pretty much When did it, you, man. when was their, when was their Kickstarter campaign? When it, when was that? Uh, it's I think it started in March of last year, mm-hmm. and it ended I think around May maybe. Okay. But then but then they kept on adding, you know, you keep on they kept on creating new products and adding yeah. it on. It's like hey, we got this limited edition this this and this, added for so many dollars to your Kickstarter yeah. uh, can, oh, uh, your cool. Kickstarter uh, purchase. So, yeah. Yeah. It was good, Pretty man. Dope. You know, I'm glad I, I got everything. So very cool, cool, very cool. And it's funny you said it's high quality, uh, you know, high quality toys. Uh, but you know, the actual definition of janky is of extremely poor, or unreliable <laughs> yeah. quality. So that's pretty great. Yeah. Nice yeah. Little, exactly. Nice little, uh, uh, you know, play on words they have there. So that's pretty dope, man. That's mm-hmm. cool. Well, yeah, man. It's a, it's a good video. So if you guys want to check it out, uh, definitely go and find. Hey, it's Jay <laughs> on YouTube, and then and like it, share it, all that fun stuff. Subscribe to his channel because he has, um, you know, tons comment. of other unboxings on there. Comment for sure, um, and then yeah, man, um, go get yourself some janky toys too. I know they were just ten bucks. Now, shoot, I'm gonna go ahead and try to get get a couple of those. Cause it, they're pretty cool. Yeah, if you can find a lot of places have already sold out of. Yeah, practically everything. I'm gonna have to get the yeah. next restock then. Cause I ain't paying more than ten dollars. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they're gonna be another restock, but series two is coming soon, so okay, you can jump on that one. All right, good call, good call. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's cool. And uh, uh, let's see here. So yeah, my week. Speaking of speaking of speaking of uh, uh, kickstarters and Indiegogo's and campaigns like that, um, mm-hmm. I was in Las Vegas. I went to CES, and thankfully. Uh, you know, the, the, the job that I work at, my day job, uh, you know, actually brought me there for free. Uh, so it was nice. Um, I was there the whole week. 
uh, and uh, yeah, man, I saw and did and played with a lot of different random things. And there's quite a few companies there that start out as Kickstarters or Indiegogos, uh, you know, when they have these, um, when they have these, uh, uh, you know, concept vehicles or or robots or or you know devices uh, that that they're right. trying to launch. Uh, you know, lots of drones were in that same you know vein and. and um, you know, video game stuff was in that same vein, uh, and you know, so they they you know they start out like that. You know, they try to get backed. Um, you know, they try to come up with the with the finished product to bring and show off at the store, uh, or, or excuse me, at a show like CES, which is Consumer Electronic Show or Showcase, something like that. It's the mm-hmm. largest consumer electronic you know show in the world. Uh, I mean, there were you know over 180,000 people there there were you know yeah. I can't remember they said like 40,000 exhibitors um, uh, you know so exhibitor is a you know somebody who comes there in a, with a booth uh, of product or services and you know shows it off and I mean there's booths that were as small as like you know 10 by 8 or something uh, you know so mm-hmm. like a you know a tiny room uh, all the way up to uh, booths that were Oh my gosh, massive! Like, uh, who? There were a couple. There were a couple that had a couple of the bigger boots, and they were like half the size of a football field, or something like right. that. Uh, like, Dang. like Samsung, Sony, TCL, um, LG. Now was that Bell helicopter? Bell helicopter had a large booth. Yeah. Yeah, those suckers had a large booth. Man, and and uh, and those guys, uh, you know, all those people I just named, and more, Kodak, Polaroid, uh, you know, companies like that. Who was it? Um, Razor, the uh, gaming company, they had boots mm-hmm. that were like, yeah, the half the size of a football field or bigger, <laughs> like insane. Um, and a lot of those boots, um, you know, for some of those bigger name companies, they had, you know, celebrity personalities there talking about the product or, you know, just hanging out or, uh, mm-hmm. you know, celebrity, or I guess what you would call celebrity YouTube reviewers and, and people of that, that um, nature. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. you know, there, uh, you know, sort of reviewing product and hanging out, walking around and stuff like that. So it was crazy, Ben. When I go to a show like that, this is my second CES. And when I go to a show like this, um, uh, you know, it's always interesting to me to walk around, uh, you know, and I have opportunity if I'm, if I'm outside of my booth at work and just try to see and do and touch and feel everything that I can. Um, experience as much as I can just because you know it's it's one of those things that you know it's sort of like when we talk about comic-con it's like we always want to go I mean like the San Diego comic-con like we always want to go but it's it's you know it's either expensive or it's out of town or you know there's all this stuff that we you know all these all these reasons why it's you know a lot more difficult to go uh, if you you know don't have a chance to go for whatever reason uh, so yeah, man, I try to experience as much as possible, and I try to uh, actually. Um, I think I did a good thing, good, good, good job this year uh, as compared to last year, um, in actually trying to document either video document, um, uh, you know, some with a little bit of explanation, some with you know, some with um, no explanation, uh, just the whole event. So if you go to our uh, Instagram H tag blackout pod and you look into our Instagram our, our story highlights uh, on our profile um, there's one that's labeled CES 2019 
and oh man, I can't remember how many videos. It's probably about a hundred, you know, shorts on there. Yeah, it was uh, starting with day one, uh, starting with day one, and going all the way through. And yeah, man, um, it's insane the amount of things, the amount of robots, the amount of wow, cars, um, mm -hmm. you know, people, all the tech, all all the all the holograms and stuff, and the innovations they made with that. TVs, there's TVs that are like 8K all the way up to like 11K. Like yeah. 11K? For real? I just I just looked online, or I just was looking at some uh, reviews or, or product reviews from, from there, mm -hmm. and they showed a 65-inch uh, curved 4K computer monitor. I'm like, yep. Jesus. I'm going to tell that you something. That sucker was huge. Dude. That was uh, maybe LG. Uh, I can't remember who who had that monitor. There, there actually maybe maybe LG it may have been raised. There, there's quite a few companies that had some crazy looking monitors, but I remember um, one specifically. I believe it is LG. Uh, I can't remember exactly how long it was, but it was it was way longer, you know, from from uh, you know horizontally than any other monitor mm -hmm. that you've seen. But I, I was standing in front of it watching some guy like play a video game. Um, and it's basically like a, like a full-on wraparound experience like you could have yeah, if you think of your regular computer monitor desktop monitor at work or whatever um you could have i don't know like eight of those screens if you had them uh you know expanded you'd have eight of those stacked up inside this one monitor so you'd be doing eight different things at once mm -hmm. uh you know it's it's crazy um they had monitors similar to that uh i think actually um uh, uh, you know, that monitor similar to that where, you know, it has some kind of uh, audio audio experience feedback uh, uh, combined mm -hmm. with lights. So behind it, you know, so say you're playing a video game um, or you're listening to music, you know, whatever hap whatever's happening in the game or on the song, uh, 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 it translates through audio and also through lights on the back and it also links up with the experience so if it's a if it's a if it's a song you know obviously you can sort of pick the colors and the feel for that specific song uh and it you know it sort of plays to the beat if you will and it and it uh you know lights and flashes to the beat but if it's a video game say it's uh you know like a call of duty or like halo like we were sort of talking about earlier um uh, before the show like you know when you're shooting you know it has like little flashbangs you know flashes that mm -hmm. happen behind it if you get shot and you know you start to you know your your shield is down or whatever start to get red then behind the light sort of lights up red and flashes or yellow you know what i'm saying if you uh you know if you're if you're uh, uh what is it i guess if you get you know i guess there's an explosion or something like that you know the light flashes right. like an explosion in front of you it's crazy if you're if you're un if you're unloading and reloading uh, there's actually a couple of them unloading and reloading uh, uh there's a whole immersive experience which i think razor actually has where if you're sitting in your chair um uh you know playing this game then the seat actually you could actually feel on the seat you're unloading reloading shooting uh that's also interactive in the headset also interactive with the controller um uh you know and also interactive with the um you know the screen as well so it's like a full-on immersive experience they're trying to they're getting so deep with these games man um it's wild there's one actually uh that really is cool uh which i got to play called 
the um, the rudder, uh, mm-hmm. which essentially, if you could imagine, it's just like a disc that you put your feet on um, uh, that's on the floor. Uh, and you you know you like sit down in a chair you put your feet on this and it, it it almost looks like you remember the pogo ball back in the day yeah it's sort of like a I pogo remember. ball except for the top without the top ball right but two space two two places for your feet but but it's a lot lower profile than that than that would be as well like like way lower than that so so that's like your that could be your full control or that could just be partial control and it links up. That it's already out. Uh, actually, actually, it's in production. It will be released in March. The the rudder, uh, and this links up with current Xboxes, PlayStation, you know, um, uh, 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 computer gaming, um, and I believe the Nintendo Switch. And there's there's sort of like a there's sort of like a main controller that could be sort of more handheld uh, that mm-hmm. attaches to it. But then there's the straight rudder. So I was playing. Forza Horizon uh, 4 or whatever the, the latest Forza racing game on Xbox and um, and yeah basically you use this to drive with so you just move your okay. feet I wouldn't even use my hand so you know forward reverse uh, left right steering like all that stuff shifting all goes through this uh, through this foot support um, you know this this disc like foot support uh, and yeah it's super responsive so like if you barely you know push forward you know it's gonna start going but if you tip forward a little bit faster harder it's gonna go fast forward you know what I'm saying so so it's really interesting and my experience with that one wasn't the same as if I had that mixed in with VR because in VR gaming right. you know it's it's always sort of silly because you have to have that joystick to walk around with um, uh, you know on certain consoles so with this you have the rudder system which sort of answers that uh, that that need, if you will, like you can move your feet to walk, uh, or to move with the VR situation, and then you just move your headset, move your head, um, uh, you know, to look around and, and shoot and all that stuff. And and one of my coworkers actually uh, did the headset with the PSVR, and she said it was amazing. So uh, with some new game uh, coming out um, called The Wizard, uh, I believe it is um, for PlayStation coming out. So man, I'm telling you, that was cool new tech. Um, we all loved Pong and Atari back in the day. Um, well, right. I think Atari uh, Atari came out with this Kickstarter campaign um, uh, uh, in in a connection to sort of like a like a gaming table company, um, and it was to make a new version of Pong. Um, and so this is not like your regular Pong that you played on the Atari, even though it has the same like feel of it. It has the same graphic feel, if you will. Uh, right. These are gaming tables, and these are uh, uh, you know ones that are more that you would find like at an arcade, and these are also some that you can buy for your house. Which essentially, just imagine this, uh, and you can check in my in our stories. Uh, it's probably about halfway through the stories. There's like a hundred stories, in, uh, you know, on there, so you have to click pretty quick. <laughs> so I played one of my friends, and I smoked her. Boom. But um, okay, so imagine Pong, everything that you would get. Imagine it being like that old school gaming table, like Pac-Man and Galaga look, you know what I'm saying, like we had right. back in the day, but you have a little wheel in the middle that you turn left and right, uh, that allows your slider to go left and right, uh, your paddle to go left and right. Each person has that. Then inside, um, you know, on the screen itself, it's just a, ba- a black backdrop, and there's, um, you know, multicolored lights, uh, you know, 
uh, uh, rainbow, you know, all colors of the rainbow, you know, white to black or whatever lights, all around the edge, you know, sort of lighten up the screen. And then imagine, um, oh, let's see here, how do I want to say this? Um, imagine like, like an oversized Lego, like the Lego, okay. like a Lego, like a Lego that's like one by one, on with on on uh, you know thickness, but like like three inches wide, three inches wide. So each of your and, and white, right? So each of your paddles is that, and it's like it's like a like a tangible piece. It's not on the screen. It's not it's not a digitized thing. It's actually like a tangible piece that's like hovering over over the screen okay it's like on the table it's like an actual okay. thing that is getting hit like an actual paddle I, mean, I don't know how to say it um and then and then just say like the pong ball is like a marshmallow like like your oversized jet puff marshmallow <laughs> so that's what you're actually hitting back and forth so you're using your slider and it, and as you as you twist and turn the slider you know it's sort of trying to respond to you so there's like a little bit of latent, latency in there that that um you know so there's like a really tiny delay so you know if you're not mm -hmm. quick enough and anticipating that you could get beat pretty easily uh but but it's almost like it's like that but it's like a combination of that and air hockey so it's it's trying to respond to you spinning the little disc but it's also sort of skidding across the top of the screen like air hockey uh and man I, it is so funny because you know you play the game and it's like you know first to three wins they probably just had it like that so people can have a quick experience but it was cool and and uh so like the ones that you buy for your house like that oh, i think they said are like three thousand dollars uh the Shh. ones that you know somebody would buy and put in their restaurant or whatever i think they said are like forty five hundred dollars because they're a little bit bigger and taller and they have a few mm -hmm. different electronics uh but man it was pretty cool and it's funny because there's these random guys that i met who had atari hats on i was like oh uh your booth is cool I want to go check it out and they're like oh we don't work for atari we just got these hats from their booth oh. and i was like that's dope and he, and he was like yeah one of the guys was like yeah they did this kickstarter you know a couple years ago or a year ago something like that uh and i decided to throw in on it because i thought it was cool and i bought one of their gaming tables uh and then so when i went down there and i talked to them i was like hey man i bought your gaming table check this out he showed him a picture he's like y'all got an extra hat because i want a hat please they're like, yeah, here's the hat. It's like, dope. <laughs> so it's funny, but nah, that that was really cool. You know, the gaming the gaming area was so big. Um, Razer had a lot of great stuff for computer games. They actually have a new keyboard and mouse system uh, that you can link up to your Xbox um, and PlayStation, uh, or I guess maybe future PlayStation. But right now it's set up for Xbox, so you can basically turn your Xbox into a computer gaming system. Um, Wow, that robot! The robots were crazy. There's this one setup where they had all these scary little uh, Chinese robots, and they're all singing "Let it's It Go" up. in unison, like it was like really? a choir of robots. That was freaky. That's but it funny. Was cool. Um, they had robots who identified you and would like do a dance party with you. Uh, they had the, the same robot that was playing ping pong uh, that I mentioned last year was back. Um, robotics were crazy. They had, they had uh, luggage, you know, suitcases that will follow you wherever you go. Uh, That's a little, yeah, it's getting a little too scary now. Oh, man, man it's getting super scary. Um, and then what was wild were the drones. You know, DJ, okay. DJI, you know, still has the market sort of cornered with drones. 
um, because they're mm -hmm. like the name brand, if you will, and they had a lot of right. cool stuff and a lot of cool, yeah. uh, you know, camera mounts and things like that that, that, that they had that, that were, you know, cool innovations. But there's tons of companies coming out with all kinds of drones that could do all kinds of things. Uh, and there, there are drones that are as big as, dang, big, almost as big as a car, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. <laughs> or as wide as a car. Some of them look like real planes or helicopters. Uh, and then there were actually drones that you could fly on. Yes. Dang. You could actually so X. get on. So they really getting into like the military drone type. Dog, this is, yeah, I mean, not just military, but like eventual, you know, like human. Yeah. Use. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. But they're getting to yeah, that yeah, size yeah. to where they're yeah. their size of like military drones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and they had them out there. They, had, they actually turned them on. They didn't have anybody actually flying in there. Uh, but they turned them on and turned on the, the jets and, and stuff. And so there were a couple specifically um, that they were showing off. One of which, uh, and these are in our stories too, one of which, um, uh, and I think this is on day one in our story, so maybe that'll that'll make it easier for you to get to. Uh, uh, one of which the Dubai Police Department actually already used. So Yeah, I remember seeing videos there. So that yeah. thing is real, man. The sucker's real, and it looks cool. It looks like a combination of like a slingshot car and a four-wheeler uh -huh. slingshot yeah. car to four-wheeler in size and then it has you know the the four drone fans around the sides um and then there was another one uh, uh that they had that was right next to it and i don't know if you if you just imagine like car rims just like without without um without the wheel on them but instead of setting mm -hmm. like in a rolling position but horizontal uh they had like i think six of those that that's like the size of the the fans like some 20 inch rims or whatever sitting all around this one uh you know central uh uh you know the seated area um the cockpit or, or whatever you call it uh and it's sort of mm -hmm. like a more heavy duty version and man it's crazy these things look amazing and the other thing is some of these drones are actually still in, actually in service right now in places like dubai where they actually give you a taxi ride from rooftop to rooftop nah, be nope mm -mm. Rooftop to rooftop. So, nah, no, 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 no. Don't go down. I'm don't good. go down the 15-minute elevator ride to get to nah. the bottom, so you can go to the next building and walk across. Let's let me Man. just fly you from rooftop to rooftop. Nah, I'm good, dude. Man, you see how tall the buildings in Dubai? Yeah, is? with the Burj Khalifa, I'm, I'm like cool. two miles high. I don't know. <laughs> I'm cool. I'm all right. Man, yeah. So it's it's for real, man. It's crazy. There's so many, so many drones and robots that they're innovating right now on top of what I saw last year. There's some stuff I saw last year where I was like, man, they could deliver pizza to your house and nobody's in the car. Well, they have stuff mm -hmm. like that now. They have stuff like that now that that is a lot smaller than a full-size car. Um, that will be like the size of like a like a, like a a bed end table or, or side table, something like that. Um, wow. You know, for your bedroom and it's like the snack snack wagon or something like that. There's another one that, that is a car, that is a full-on car. And you know how there's Uber Eats out right now and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Well, you could do the same thing. Like, you can order your stuff off of Walmart.com or, or whatever. You know, your uh, your groceries. They'll, they'll, uh, this car will pull up there. They'll load it in the, in the uh, trunk of the car. Car yeah. goes to your house. You know, you swipe your card uh, uh, to identify your purchase, pay for it. And the back of the trunk pops, right? Trunk pops, and you have your groceries there. You uh, get your groceries out, bam, it's off. 
And what's so crazy is like you imagine, and, and there's nobody, you know, it's a self-driving car. And what's so crazy is the fact that, you know, I, I, I was looking at it, I was, like, I was like, how does this do this, just drive everywhere? And like the imaging technology, NVIDIA does a lot of this technology, um, you know, as well as quite a few other companies now, uh, where they have this camera system set up on top and it can literally view, you know, like 100 yards or something like that around the car or 200 feet, something like that. I can't remember what it is around the car. And it could it could it could map every single thing that's in that 100 feet. And and, uh, you know, not only is it mapping where it is, it's mapping the height, the depth, the distance, you know, how close if it's something that it's going to hit, if it's something that's a hazard, something they could drive over, drive past, you know, and also obviously it maps, you know, stop signs and signals like it's crazy. It's insane. It's insane. That that's amazing, man. Can you only imagine where there'll be CES twenty twenty five? Man, it's shoot, dog. We better be flying by then. But you know what I'm saying? We better be in flying cars. After seeing all these drones and stuff, there's one company, uh, Bell Helicopter, uh, which we talked about uh, you oh, know, yeah. real quick earlier. Very familiar. They with Bell. they had this drone um, that is full on. Uh, what do you call it? It was a full-on, um, um, I know it looked like a helicopter. There was four mm-hmm. blades around it, and the blades, you know, sort of go in whatever direction they need to go to, in order to propel the helicopter. And one of the videos that I did in there actually shows in the background a a, um, a rendering of this helicopter flying through Dallas and shuttling people, you know, from place to place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and it is, it is so cool, man. It is, it looks so cool. I would, I don't know. I don't know. It sort of freaks me out to fly in it, but then again, it's like a full on size helicopter. Um, yeah. So, oh, there's amazing. just, there's just some amazing stuff. I, I say, yeah. Where will they be then? I don't know. Uh, the car technology, just new car technology and what the new cars, you know, the concept cars will look like. It's always funny because, you know, some of these cars, you're like, man, this thing will never come out. And then there's some of these things mm-hmm. that are like, dang, this is out already. How? So the big thing with cars this year was putting like basically a full screen of some sort, uh, something that's, mm-hmm. you know, bigger than an iPad, you know, something that's like a 32 inch monitor or a, right. or a 30 inch wide monitor, but maybe like, you know, 12 inches tall uh, monitor uh, as your dashboard or you know, over the dash or like in the center console or, you know, front seat and back seat having access to that. Or there were a couple cars. I can't remember uh, uh, all the all the companies that did this, but there's a couple cars, man, that had <laughs> the whole the whole uh, uh, windshield, interior windshield was a screen. So while this car yeah. drives you places, right, while it drives you places, mm-hmm. You don't even see anything outside. The windshield and the side windows all link up to this one screen. So you could be watching a movie, you know, doing whatever while your car is taking you where you're going. Right. And you could be watching, you know, you could be watching the GPS trying to, you know, make sure you're on the right path. But still, while, while it takes you where you're going, like, it's it's insane. I'm just like, what? Uh, I, I don't know. Like, sometimes I actually do like to see what's going on outside. <laughs> Yeah, of course, man. I I don't I wouldn't trust that car. I, I've heard so many people getting into crashes with that Tesla auto driver. Yeah, yeah. 
uh, and especially if you got a big, a full, like a wraparound screen. Mm -hmm. Nah, I'm, I'm not sure I trust that. And even here, there was uh, there were a couple companies that you could actually sign up to. You could actually sign up to be um, to ride in one of those in Las Vegas while you were there. Uh, so you sign mm -hmm. up, and you know they come and pick you up at a certain place, and they just basically take you on, you know, like a like a five minute or ten minute drive, something like that, in one of those cars right. just to show you, you know, how safe the technology is. I'm telling you, it's come a long long way since those crash tests, if you will, the, the crashes that happened in the test. But still, yeah, man, it's gotta it's gotta get a little bit better. There's Audi. Audi had something cool. They call it immersive car entertainment, right? So you mm -hmm. could be in your car and say you go to a drive-in or something like that, which I, this is not like not a big thing anymore still, obviously. But yeah, you go to a drive-in or say you're watching a, a movie in your car uh, on the screen. Um, and, uh, and, you know, say it's like The Last Avengers that came out. And, you know, so there's a lot of action. There's a lot of, uh, uh, you know... I guess level changes with people flying and stuff like that and rockets and stuff spaceships and shooting and explosion and so while you're sitting in your car basically your car is responding to the actions that are happening onto this on the screen it's like moving dipping and diving so it's sort of sitting in like the d-box chairs or whatever they call those uh, mm -hmm. at the movie theater but in your car um, so, so if there's a car crash on screen yeah you feel like you're in a car crash yeah I guess so yeah yeah uh, it's crazy. That, that kind of sucks. Nissan had some really cool, like Nismo versions of their cars. Uh, they had an IMX, which is this new car that's coming out, or the concept car, whatever. Uh, but then they had like a Nismo Nissan Leaf that looked like a freaking race car. That was pretty Ooh. dope. Acura had some great, great looking cars out. Um, wow. Uh, there's this thing called the Sea Breacher, which, you know. I guess can come in the form of any like sea creature, but it's like a two-person manned cockpit, um, uh, uh, like, I don't know, like water toy, if you will. And essentially, you know, you can go down and dive underwater. I don't know how many feet, like 20 feet down. And then uh, it would pop up and sort of, sort of like pop out of the water, like a whale jumping out of the water. But it would, wow. it would go as fast as, you know, faster than like a, like a jet ski. Like it would look something like that. Um, saw Formula like Formula One electric racing cars that go like 200 miles per hour, but it's all electric, so it's like basically a mm -hmm. silent race. Like you don't hear the cars going. Vroom, vroom. It's just silent. <laughs> it's nuts. Wow. There's, I can't wait to see that. Man, there's yeah, like I can't wait to see that. So much crazy stuff going on, and like that's really just the tip of the iceberg. Really, the thing that was cool was Google. Um, had this gumball machine outside, this huge oversized gumball machine, and you go up to it, and it, and it sort of paired up with the uh, Google Assistant. Um, uh, what is it? The Google Home Assistant. And you walk up to it, they give you this huge, like, fake quarter, and then you have to ask it a question. It cycles through these questions, and you have to ask one of these random questions. It answers the question, you know, just like it would normally do uh, when you ask it, like an, an Alexa does, and all that stuff. Then out the bottom pops either. A, be a Google beanie, a fanny pack, a uh, like a shopping bag, a phone charger. What else they had? They had the Google Nest cams, they had Google mm -hmm. Homes, uh, and the Google Minis. Uh, and so, man, it was really cool. I've been wanting to do it since I saw it last year. I got in line for it my last day, like early, because it was always a long line. 
Um, I was in line for two hours, dog. Two hours. Two hours. Creeks. And it was my last day there, and so I was like, dang, I want to do all this other stuff, but I'm going to have to do this. And like, and then I really only had like, I don't know, four, 30 or 45 minutes until I actually had to run to the airport. But, um, but yeah, I got all the way to the front, and I was like, hey, Google. And I guess it had like one of the questions, like something about a burrito. So I was like, hey, where can I find a burrito? And it answered the question. It was like, it was like there are several teams in Las Vegas. The Las Vegas what? Knights. The UNLV running rebels, like I was like, I ain't even asking that question. And the guy who worked for Google, he, <laughs> guy who works for Google, who was standing right there with me, he's like, "Well, sir, it looks like you did not need a burrito today." I was like, "Dang, <laughs> that's messed up." <laughs> he was like looking at my stomach. I was like, "All right, I got you. I got you. All right, cool." So then it dropped this, it dropped this, uh, you know, this huge plastic ball. It's about the size of like a basketball. Uh, and then you, mm. you pull it open and it has like your prize in it. So people are winning like one eight hundred flowers gift cards, Starbucks gift cards. Like, uh, let's see, one person won like a Google Home with a year subscription to YouTube video or YouTube music or something. I was like, man, I hope I get that. I got a phone charger. I work for a phone charger company mm-hmm. too. So I was like, dope. But no, it was cool anyway. I was like, you know, it was cool. Just just the fact that they were giving away free stuff. And it was a fun time. Had some good combos. But, but they told me after that, they're like, hey. If you walk across into the innovations area where they had you know several other companies they're like go into the google go into the google playground booth so i walked into the google playground booth really cool booth um a lot of interesting new innovations they have and there's this one area where you walk through talk to google grandma which is you know like some robot uh and it's funny because there's there must be somebody with the I guess they must have a camera in the robot looking at people as they talk, as they pass by. Cause she was like getting really specific. She's like, Jared, you're a cute guy. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's like, yeah, you're, you're a cute little old grandma. And she's like, she's like, uh, she's like, what that mouth do? Grandma? I know, right? <laughs> uh, it was so funny, man. Yeah. She, she was getting pretty specific. So I took a selfie with her. She was, she was funny. But then you go in, you ride this roller coaster, uh, that they have, that they actually built in there. And at the end of it, they give you a Google Home Hub for free, ninety free. So nice. I did that thing, got that thing on the way. I'll be able to talk about it. There was some other. There, there's a, there's a lot of other cool stuff. That one thing that I thought was really wild out of out of all this stuff that I saw um, was okay. So Kia, right? Kia, the car company, like you. Like we mm-hmm. we all thought Kia was gone by the wayside, not so fast, right. my friends. Uh, they're still there. I can't remember who saved them as a company, but they have this one. Uh, 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 that is one thing that they're developing for their cars. That basically it's called the Reed system, R E A D, right? So, right. What it does, it uh, it will read your, the mood of the driver. And adjust your driving experience to that mood with lights and sounds and music, suggestions for food, suggestions for entertainment, etc. Wow. So if you get in and you're mad, you know, but you you program it that you want to be calmed down if you're ever mad or angry or frustrated, it will try to lighten the mood and help you. Uh, or if if you want it to pair up with your mood and just keep it the same way. It will do the same. It will turn the lights more red on the in the interior. Uh, you know, That's it'll like crazy. suggest like you know, it'll suggest you know, like like I don't know, payback movies. I don't know, all kinds of crazy stuff. It's wild, man. But yeah, as you sit in this thing, 
you know, it sort of shows you, uh, you know, what it, you know, what it does. It is wild. It is wild seeing this. Uh, so if you're like drunk or something, you could pre-program it to like take you somewhere. Yeah. Take yeah, you, you to, you, you know, could. drunk food. It, yeah, yeah. Drunk food. Exactly. So it'll, Crazy. it reads your, um, you know, it, this along with a couple other things would basically like read your, uh, you know, read your state of mind, your, you know, everything that's going on with you and essentially, what is it like? It'll read, what is it like your, your body's temperature? It'll read like your skin, uh, uh, like your skin tone and the type of lotion that you're using or, or something like that. And it'll, it'll actually, uh, read, uh, uh, you know, I guess, I don't know, like just something that's going on with you. Um, uh, you know, your mood, like I said, and yeah, it'll tell, okay, you know, can I suggest going to Whataburger and getting some taquitos? You know what I'm saying? It's two in the morning. Like, what? Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Excuse me, it's wild, man. It's wild. There, there's so much stuff, and I, this, okay, last year, I didn't walk the whole show. Um, I, I thought I was close, but I was nowhere close, because this year, we just stayed at the North and South Hall and the innovations mm -hmm. area which is right there in the, in the parking lot and uh there was probably like five other locations in the city that had other other stuff and i just couldn't get to those some of them had more computer things uh, more computer related things and innovations with those some had more um you know more uh, uh you know different type of tech uh, related stuff some had there's this one huge tent that is the size of a football field and every booth was like eight by ten Eight, eight by eight by eight, ten by ten, uh, and all yeah. of these companies just smashed and smushed in there. Like you know, hundreds of companies. All they do, all they are, is like Kickstarter campaigns and things like that. Uh, you know, new innovations that they're trying to release, or innovations that they've already, excuse me, that are already funded. They're just trying to get picked up. So a lot of independent people in there. I didn't even get a chance to go in there. I wanted to go in, but it was so massive, and obviously I had to work. Uh, so I didn't get to do everything, but then, uh, you know, other, other locations around the city also had some other stuff going on. So man, if you ever have the opportunity to go and plan it in your schedule, just take a couple days and go there and just walk around. Um, it's wild. So, yeah. I, I'd love to. Yeah, man. So I, I always love to, if my company, and I saw you was like, what's that? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was gonna say if my if my company you know still loves me next year and still wants to take me back, uh, I'm still with them. Um, yeah, man. And, and if I get a free ticket next year, you know who I'm gonna offer that to again? Yeah, man. I'm, I, my apologies, dude. My kid started school that day. Yeah. Yeah. So you know, it's uh, I I will definitely want to go. I really do. I really do. Yeah, I was I was saying I, I was looking through your videos and I was like, I know you had mentioned earlier about like some YouTubers and stuff there, and I was like, is that Marcus Brownlee from YouTube? The dude yeah. has like millions upon millions of followers, yeah. and he, you know, he does like tech tech reviews. Mm -hmm. I like saw him in the background of like one of your oh, your videos. That's you saw him? Dang. Yeah. See, I was trying to find uh, him saw, the whole time because I like him. I, I love watching he, his videos. I I I could have um almost positive that was him he was on uh it looked like one of the virtual reality games oh, okay yeah. uh, could have been him could have just been me stereotypical black guy nah. identifying nah. but nah. I'm, I'm almost was, positive that was him it, it definitely would have been him because i know he was there um you know i know he was yeah. there for the trip because i saw 
he actually was in video of a couple other people um and you know mm -hmm. he did video, his own videos obviously as well so i know he was there i was trying to find him the whole time but i couldn't find him uh but i guess i did find him and i just didn't know it um so i had to go back and look through and then also i justine uh who i've been subscribed to for yeah, years on youtube saw her in person i was actually visiting my ex-boss uh you know who's changed companies uh and we're back in like the vip area at his uh in his booth and then right next mm -hmm. to me i look up i was like it's i justine it's like one of my youtube crushes for a long time uh-oh did you go and tell her that well she was there they were getting ready to go shoot so like she walked <laughs> out so i was like hey i told my boss i was like hey man i gotta go find this girl i just want to go take a picture and say hi so yeah so and i was with a couple co-workers and i was like i was like do you guys know who that is they're like no and i told them they're like oh that's cool and i was like yeah this is there's just somebody you follow for a long time you respect their work you know you want to tell them mm -hmm. hi so so i semi-stalked her <laughs> i don't know what you would call it but no they, they, had, they had this they, like peeking around the corner yeah exactly no they, they had this uh, sort of like in-home experience uh where like you like you go up to your front door facial recognition it sees you it opens the door for you and then like basically your whole home is is run you know by the future like siri and stuff like that wow. uh, uh so like you could say turn on the lights turn off the lights turn on tv give me suggestions of good movies to watch blah 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 and every room you walk in you could basically adjust it to to whatever you want and so she and her sister um you know who who does uh you know who who films for her sometime uh we're doing a video walkthrough of this thing while i was on the tour sort of behind them so i broke off from the tour and i told my my, my co-workers i was like hey i'm gonna get a picture with her uh, real quick and they're like all right mm -hmm. so they're just watching me trying to like you know angle over to her uh, that's the only reason i was in that experience i didn't care about the rest of that crap uh so like i was i waited for them to like take a break from what they were doing uh uh and then i walked over i was like hey i justine and she looked over i was like hey i love watching youtube videos you're really great you know you do such a great job you're you know very informative i appreciate you i've been subscribed to you for years um you know, so I'm a big fan and a uh, big fan of your work. And I'd love to see if I get a, get a, uh, you know, selfie with you. She was like, oh yeah, that's awesome. That's really cool. Thank you for the compliments. She gave me a selfie. She was really nice. And she's like, all right, black man, get out of my face. I got to go to work. I'm just playing. But, <laughs> but no, she was cool. Um, it was really cool actually to see, you know, somebody like that. Cause you know, I saw some celebrities last year, which was cool too. But, um, you know, to see somebody like that who's like a real person down to earth and you've been watching them for a while, uh, it's pretty cool. Mm -hmm. So, uh, that's cool. Let's cool. see here. Oh, one thing I didn't talk about. So, Samsung came out with this thing, and I know I'm running way long, but this is my full on week recap, y'all. Is this so much? It was, it was overwhelming, um, uh, you know, the amount of things that I saw and, and tried to do. Samsung came out with this thing and last year called The Wall, and this year they like. Oh, brought it back and even bigger so just imagine a wall in your house the biggest wall in your house it doesn't matter where it is the biggest wall in your house mm. convert that okay. whole wall into an interactive video system which basically you can you can have a television as small as like you know one by one inch a TV screen but then at the mm -hmm. same time tell that same one by one inch to expand to wall size and basically the right. wall the full wall turns on or it flips from you know your regular sheetrock over into actual wall pe wall panels 
uh, or excuse me, actual TV panels. And as the wall, as the TV is growing, mm-hmm. it is actively adding on in size and scale to the one by one that you started with. And so like your right. screen is small, but it looks like your screen is getting bigger as the wall expands. And, and the aspect ratio, everything is on point. And it's like in, I don't know, like 10K or 11K or something yeah. like that. Um, yeah, it's funny you talking about this because right when you were talking about I Justine, I went to check out a channel and bam, there's the mm-hmm. wall, and I'm looking at her review right now on the I'm wall. You, it's, it's crazy, and so so you could have you could be watching twenty different things at once. You could have like like nah, I could mood lighting. So that's just like um, Back to the Future Two mm-hmm. when. The young Marty McFly says he comes in and he's like, "Turn on this channel, this channel, this channel, this channel." Yeah. And it's all on his wall. Yeah. It's all separate screens. But then, of course, uh, the older Marty McFly comes and he gets a call, and it's like a full wall screen of a video conference or something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's just wow. like that. That's crazy. It's, it's crazy. And, and say so. Say you want you know. Say you want to have like a little bit of serenity. So you can have the edges of your wall. You know, the edges of your wall have like, look like it's burning incense and candles, you know, all the way down the sides on either side, right? And then the middle. I just have a beach view to hold. Yeah, in the middle, like, like you're, and it be, and it, and the, the, and if it's the size of your wall, just imagine if it's full size of one wall, you would actually feel like you're at the beach if it's that big, mm-hmm. you know? And, and you know total surround sound built into the built into like the screens like it's insane did they have a, a price <laughs> there was no price but my, man I, I swear the price got to be crazy too much price has to yeah. be insane so I um yeah man I was I was really uh I don't know that that sort of blew me away and it's crazy because really you can you could scale it to whatever size you want so if you just wanted mm-hmm. to be a a you know 100 foot wide slat and and like two foot high strip that's going around that's all you could do you you could just set it like that you know what i'm saying if you wanted you know if you wanted to to play all of the football games that are happening at the moment you know you could have all of them on you know like 40 inch screens all at the same time you know what i'm saying so i mean that technology when that is actually release for the public i mean there's a lot of sports bar type places like that you know that are going to take advantage of that and and run with it um and a lot of companies that you know maybe have you know meetings or something like that and they they have to video conference in people from all over the place like that'd be dope just imagine if it was kingsman right the movie kingsman and they wouldn't have to hologram Mm -hmm. these fools into their chairs they could just all talk to them on the wall Mm-hmm. But they could hologram because wow. that that thing is coming out too. Uh, wh- you know, it's funny when you said Back to the Future, um, Back to the Future Two. I actually saw some Air Mags uh, at a um, nice. at, at a store there called Crossover. It's at the Cosmopolitan mm-hmm. Hotel, I believe, or Aria Hotel. Uh, there on the Strip, uh, and the and the the store was closed, but they sell a lot of uh, you know a lot of good um, you know uh, you know a lot of pretty dope shoes and, and clothes. Uh, but yeah, it was closed by the time I walked by. It was it was late that night, but I saw the Air Max in the window. I was like, "Ooh, these are real. They're in front of me. They're it's it's an actual thing. It's not a, a unicorn that people talk about." But man, there's so much stuff that happens uh, at the show. And like I said, man, you know, if, if you ever have the opportunity, um, it's definitely worth it. I think 
I think a full week pass is like $300 if you're just coming like as just a regular show attendee. Uh, but you have to be in some kind of industry that, that links up, you know, or, or some kind of industry that has any kind of play there. So like where you work right now, you would be able mm-hmm. to get in because there's companies that are similar to your company uh, that are there where I work, you know, it would be similar. Um, you know, even even on the art side, even on the uh, design side, uh, you know, stuff that you mm-hmm. do, uh, you know, you'd still be able to get in. You just have to have some kind of form of of either business card uh, or or um, you know publication that has your name, like you wrote an article or email address uh, that that directly oh, yeah. links up. Or even if your name is on like a website of this company saying that you're like you know this is whatever your position is so so yeah you'd be able to get in but there's a little bit of verification um Hmm. so yeah man pretty interesting but all that being said dang where are we on time right now oh yeah we're an hour in almost yeah yeah all that being said um there's some fundamental truths about las vegas um (laughs) <laughs> that I've, I've 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 grown to to learn. I guess you know now having gone there, you know several times uh, as an adult. I only went there a couple of times as a kid, but I wouldn't, you know, as a kid I didn't remember all this stuff, and, and I don't think it affected me the same. But several fundamental truths about Las Vegas. Should I talk about it now? or Should I bring it back after the break? Um, hell, bring it after. Bring it back after the break. I guess. Bring it back after the break. So yeah, cool. Well, um. Guys, whatever you thought about, you know, if you if you followed any of our CES stuff, um, you know, if you had any questions, anything like that, uh, you know, you could always reach out to us, you know, ask us, a, give us a phone call or, you know, uh, ask us questions uh, via any of our socials. Uh, Jay, before we go to the break, why don't you tell the people how they could give us a call and then we'll come back and do some other things. Yes, give us a call at 3853-BLAKPC. It's 3853-252572. Give us a call, ask us something, we'll answer it to the best of our black ability. Hey, are you a boss? You know it. Well, do you like boxes? Come on, man, you know I be tapping them things all the time. (laughs) Well, how about trying our new sponsor, Boss Boxes? Boss Box is a monthly gaming subscription box that delivers games, headphones, controller grips, energy drinks, munchies, and products from all your favorite games right to your front door. You can even get pass boxes if you want them. So everybody head on over to bossboxes.store for some of the best monthly gaming boxes you can buy. Use discount code BLACKOUT10 at checkout for 10% off, and for a limited time, use BB20 for an extra 20% off your order. Boss Boxes, the best monthly gaming boxes delivered right to your doorstep like a boss. boss what up everybody this your boy b-rob host of the random rambles of rob podcast while you're taking your break using your hooks rubs and spices on your love boxes and everything tapping them oh so gently and vigorously at the same time i want you to tune in on itunes stitcher and everywhere else that you listen to your podcast and check out the hashtag blackout podcast why because we blacking out Hey man, this is Chuck. We from the Whatever Man podcast, and we ain't out of here slanging and banging and doing wild shit, fucking with bitches and big ass white girls. We listening to the hashtag Black Eyed Podcast, and you should too, you degenerate bastard motherfuckers. <laughs> All 
guys, we're going to talk to y'all about Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. Jay, what do you think about Hooks, Rubs? I, I love Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. I put it on everything that I grill, all my veggies, everything that we cook inside our house. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices is the one that we go to. I'm sure you put it on just about everything you put in your mouth, right? That's pretty, pretty much accurate. Yep. Man, <laughs> man Hooks, Rubs, and Spices uh, has four great flavors. The Mad Cow, the Smoky Burn, the Lemon Pepper, and the fan favorite, Smoking Sweetness. Uh, you can find them uh, at Etsy.com slash shop slash Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. You can also find them on Facebook and on Twitter and Instagram at Hooks, Spice, Rubs. Uh, uh, if you go on there... Uh, and place your order use the code myhooks10 uh, you'll get 10% off your order uh, so yeah go on and check out some hooks rub hashtag we smoke meat alright welcome back people we're gonna jump into Jared's 10 fundamental truths about Vegas stuff we maybe we just didn't think about but he has the knowledge because he's been there quite man, a few times. Man, I'm telling you what. Yeah, so 10, month, 10 fundamental truths about Las Vegas. I didn't really know I'd get 10, but I have 10. And there's probably more that I'm not even thinking of. And if there's some fundamental truths about Vegas that you people have noticed, you know, Jay already told you just before the break how to reach out to us and call us and tell us. Or you can leave them in the comments. But these are things that I've noticed that happen every time I go to Las Vegas. Every time I go to Las Vegas. So, and these are not in a specific order. This stuff just happens, uh, and I just sort of wrote it down. So, overly expensive. So, I mean, unless you're from a place like New York, Philly, uh, 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 or um, or Los Angeles, when you go to Las mm -hmm. Vegas, stuff is way more expensive than it should be, right? I'm gonna tell you this. I bought a pack of um, a pack of beef jerky, a small pack of beef jerky. And some better cheddars. You remember those crackers, better cheddars? They're like Sounds they look familiar. like little like like I don't know. They're like round a round version of of Cheez Its. They're a lot better. And I used to eat them back in the day when I was a little kid. So you can find a pack a box of better cheddars right now at the store for like two dollars, maybe, right? And a pack of uh, a pack of uh, 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 beef jerky this size, probably about six bucks, maybe. I bought this inside my hotel one night. It was. $17. $17. You know, drinks. All drinks. If you get a cocktail, regular cocktail, I got like a Tito's and Sprite, right? That was $25. $25 for one drink. Now, mind you, well, I guess I guess if you're in Utah, a Utah cocktail versus a Las Vegas cocktail is like half. So, so like half the alcohol, wow. you know, more soda, you know what I'm saying? So it, it's a lot whacker. So, uh, but yeah, mm -hmm. man, it was a lot. Also in Las Vegas, also in Las Vegas, you know, you buy like a, uh, you buy like a beer. It's like six bucks for a beer, something like that, uh, just for like a small can of beer. So, um, or, or eight bucks or 10 bucks for like a double size, like a half a 40. So I don't know, man, it, it's crazy. So overly expensive. So not only that with that, but also the food is more expensive. Um, you know, and it's just a touristy place. So there's probably like a tourist fee added to everything that happens uh, in Las Vegas. Um, so yeah, overly mm -hmm. expensive, that's one thing. Uh, another thing, so, um, the soap, 
and lotion, right? The soap and lotion in your, uh, and, and also the soap, lotion, and then I guess the stuff in your room, right? Um, the soap, mm-hmm. you know, there's some hotels that have like really nice, good, elegant, like clean smelling soap that looks like it's never been opened. Some hotels don't. Right. Um, you know, that's the same with the, the lotion packet, lotion uh, bottles and, and, uh, and shampoo and conditioner. Some of those, you don't really want to know what's in that milky white substance. Uh, but some hotels actually yeah, have yeah. like a cover on especially them. Especially in Vegas. Oh, especially in Vegas. Some hotels actually have like a cover, you know, on them or some kind of like, you know, like a, what is it? Like tamper evident uh, a seal. So, you know, some things mm-hmm. you can trust, some things not so much. Um, and then, uh, you know, with that in the room, uh, uh, your mini bar, right? So every room in Las Vegas has a mini bar, mini fridge. And mm-hmm. apparently it is weighted specifically. So it knows that if you pick, pick up, you know, the, the, uh, the Kit Kat that's in the mini bar, if you pick up a soda, if you pick up a beer, or if you pull out that, uh, you know, that bottle of champagne, it's weighted mm-hmm. a certain way that actually, actually um, immediately broadcasts that back to the, uh, to the front desk and it adds it to your bill. So the first night I was there, I got like a free bottle of water, um, you know, from, uh, you know, from the front desk. It's pretty cool. Little dude who's working in the front desk. Shout out to Chris. I think mm-hmm. his name was. Uh, and um, and yeah, man, got back to my room. I was like, dang, I need to put this away so it just stay cold. Open up the mini fridge. Every nook and cranny was covered by something like some alcohol or or sodas or or food or whatever. Like, dang, there's no room in there. So I tried to jam it in somewhere. It wouldn't go. So I was like, whatever. I just put it on my counter. So the day that I go to, went to check out. Um, day that I went to check out, I saw that there was like a twelve dollar, twelve dollar room, you know, room service fee. I was like, "What? I ain't mm-hmm. get a room service?" So I called down and I was like, "Hey, what's the deal with this room service fee?" They're like, uh, "It shows here that you uh, drank a Red Bull." And I was like, "No, I didn't." They're like, "No, you know, it's if you touch the mini fridge, um, you know, it shows that you wow, know that, that really? the Red Bull, you know, was taken out." Uh, so that's why that, that was a charge. It was $12 for a Red Bull. I was like, nah. First of all, I don't like Red Bull. Second of all, I tried to put my one of my waters in there and it didn't fit. And she was like, yeah, we specifically have it set up where people can't really put food in there because... Uh, and, and what she said, she said that they don't... It's not at the right temperature to hold food, like, like perishable food, like leftovers and mm-hmm. stuff. So the reason why they do that, uh, you know... Is to just have it stocked and cold if anybody wants anything, but it's weighted specifically to know and inform us if somebody moves or takes something, uh, uh, you know. And if you want a fridge, if you want a mini fridge, you could actually rent 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 one from the front desk for like twenty five dollars a day or something crazy. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, gee. I was like, I didn't drink that, so you know, can you just take it off? They took it off the bill. It was nice, and she was like, yeah, I understand. That happens all the time. So I was like, man, you know, like just just imagine if you hadn't hadn't said anything or. You know, you just got your bill and just was like, yeah, just charge it to the game and, and I'll check the bill later. Yeah, dog, it, it was crazy. So, crazy. yeah, so so that and then also, you know, this is this goes along with, um, you know, stuff in your room. Stains. Stains. Oh, boy. Right? Yep. Stains. Don't know where those come from. You know, thankfully, I had a very clean room. It was nice for the most part. Didn't have any issues with it. Um, I did get a new towel, uh, you know, from room service one day that I wiped my face with it the next day. And I swear, I swear to you, Jay, I swear to you people 
that it smelled, even though the towel looked clean and initially, when I was wiping my face, I inhaled and it smelled like it was, it smelled like throw up. It smelled like somebody's old throw up towel <laughs> that I wiped my face with. So I had to rewash my face all over again after that. So I don't know where that came <laughs> from. I didn't want to ask. I just threw it on the floor immediately. I was like, I'm never using that towel again. Why'd they give me a throw up towel? Then when I was at the elevator, getting ready to go downstairs, and this is a this is a nice hotel, the MGM Grand. It's a nice hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, the on the ceiling there was either blood or ketchup. On the ceiling, right yeah. above. Yeah. I don't know why. Mm. I don't know how. Let's hope it was ketchup. I don't know how it got there. It's like you know that song. How did you get here? Who's that? Jill Scott. I don't know who sang that. I don't know who sang that song. Mm. Either way, I was looking at it. I was like, How did you get here? Ketchup ain't supposed to be here. But. Nah, it was that. Okay, so <laughs> that's that. That's all encompassing one. So next truth, the Vegas flu, right? They call it the Vegas flu. Okay. If I'm in Vegas for longer than 24 hours, I always come away with like a scratchy throat. I don't know what it is. I, I, I maybe it's like the addition of smoke in the air, because where I am, you can't really smoke in public places. Um, so the addition of smoke in the air and the addition of people from all over the world, you know, all kinds of hygiene, stuff yeah, like that. True. I, like the, the second day I'm there, I always have a scratchy throat and I'm like, dang, I, I just can't get away from it. Um, so, but they call it, they sort of call it, it's a thing. Like they call it like the Vegas flu or something like that or the Vegas cold. So everybody sort of gets it. Um, if you're there for longer than a day, uh, every, like, like every time you go to Vegas, when you're in downtown, when you walk into a casino, walk to a hotel, um, they all have this same distinct smell. And I can't really put my hand on it, but it's really like a, a combination of like Badusi, um, <laughs> smoke, yeah. okay. uh, alcohol, uh, money, um, Stetson Cologne, um, nice. Victoria's Secret, uh, lingerie, uh, feet and hair product like it's all of that it's a, a lot of smells it, it's like all of that but like really is mostly uh but all of that uh and yeah wherever you go it always smells the same and like even when you get to the airport and get out and like you smell you inhale the air you're like oh yeah i'm in vegas like i don't know what it is but it smells the same wherever you go i stayed in i stayed in quite a few hotels there or walked through a lot of different casinos and hotels there all smell the same mm-hmm. Wow, let's see here. Um, women's attire. So yeah, man, that's what I really want to talk about. That like, like wherever you are, if if you know if you know somebody specifically, you know them, you know where you live, what they normally mm-hmm. wear. When they go to Las Vegas, right. everybody completely strips. Different. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> all the women, you know, wear you know are scantily clad. Uh, and all the guys, for some reason, are wearing like yeah. either jeans or slacks with a uh, with a sports coat and no tie. Like, yeah, you gotta let the hoe out sometimes. Yeah, that, that's when they let them hoes out. All the hoes out. There was I, I can't remember. I, I was uh, going back to my hotel room one day, um, real quick, and there were like forty women, all dressed up like they were going out for the night. They were all friends, all together, taking pictures. They're by like a water fountain, like right by the elevators. And I mean, they were all, you know, they were all looked really good. They, they looked like they're just a bunch of like models, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. 
And it's funny, there's all these guys who were there for the convention and just other random guys who were just standing there just like in awe, just staring at these women. I'm like, man, y'all are creepy. But they're just sitting there staring at them while these ladies are just like taking pictures and primping and waiting for somebody else to show up. Uh, and they're mm -hmm. just they're just like sitting there with their with their mouths out. I was like, this isn't a photo shoot. This isn't like, you know, the, the Miss America Tropic thing. Or maybe it was, I don't know. But like, it wasn't like an event that you just like sit and watch. It was like... <laughs> Women just getting mm -hmm. ready. I was like, man, y'all, y'all are sad. But but I look too though. So <laughs> I, I was there. I would be too. Man, okay, so wow. women's attire though. But yeah, if you're walking up and down the strip, you see girls that wear stuff that like. I know you probably don't wear that at home, but I know since you're in Vegas, that's why you wear that. Uh, let's see, another truth, gambling, man. I didn't gamble this time, but when you walk around. Every casino, man, every casino, doesn't matter the time of day, is full of people throwing their money away or trying to win money. Um, of course. But, like, you can imagine, like, if you just think on the strip itself, there's, I don't know, 20, 30 hotels. I don't know how many hotels are on the strip. But, like, every single one you go into, they have these huge gambling floors that are, you know, multiple football fields, uh, you know, wide between craps tables and blackjack tables, um, poker tables, um, you know, uh, slot machines, the VIP rooms, all these places, everyone you walk into, always, any time of day, morning, noon, or night, there's tons of people filling up these places. It's crazy. And, and uh, you know, just, just imagine us like somebody, it's just like us playing video games, like back in the day. We'd sit there for hours. But there's people who sit in front of slot machines just drop their quarter in or, you know, like pay their mm -hmm. credit or whatever for whatever it is for hours and hours and hours. Right. It's nuts, man. Gambling is nuts there. Um, sometimes it's fun, sometimes it's not. Uh, but it's just interesting watching people. And I had some friends who gambled, did like some, uh, played, you know, some blackjack and stuff like that. So I watched them for a while. Um, you know, come out ahead and come out way behind too. So interesting. So let's see here. This is sort of a combo one. Um, close to the face combos slash, I mean, close to the face conversations slash bad breath a lot of places there it's loud <laughs> you know it's loud it's hustling it's bustling you know you have to sometimes you have to have a close to the face conversation and when i mean close to the face i mean anything 12 inches or in right um mm -hmm. pause 12 inches but close close to the face conversations a lot of time had to happen especially at a convention like this like i said excuse me there's like 180,000 people at this convention right um, not all in the same building right. at the same time, but still, you know, it's, it's a lot of people around you. A lot of bells and whistles and noise and media and stuff like that going on. Going on. So you have to have close to faith convention. There's several times I had conversations with people and I was like, man, I can, I wouldn't, I wouldn't even listen to what they're saying because I could not wait to be done with the conversation because they breath smells so bad. Imagine, Crazy. imagine, imagine. The worst coffee plus smoke cigarettes plus <laughs> budissi and ketchup like and mustard like all mixed into one scent <laughs> and coca-cola at the end to wash it down that's funny like like that's like uh, uh I, I i don't know man it's, it's crazy like some of these people it smelled like they brushed their teeth but they're 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 you know, the minty smell was covered up by their butt. Like, that's what it smelled like. 
It was so bad. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. There's so many conversations. I was like, I'm done with this conversation. I just want you to get out of my face as fast as I can. Or I tried to turn my head, you know, so I wouldn't be in the way of their talking. But they'd sort of move their head so they could, like, talk to me more directly. I'm like, dog, don't you realize mm-hmm. I'm not trying to talk to your face? I ain't trying to smell your face. But, yeah, it was bad. It was bad. Um, another fundamental truth. Um, shoes matter. Shoes matter when you're on the strip. So, you know, you could roll out there with them Nike, you know, the, those uh, those Jordan OG, you know, the first uh-huh. Air Jordans, you know, the first OG Jordans. Flat bottoms, don't really have much support. Not a good idea. Right. First time I went, I had my brand new clean, you know, Jordan 1s. Not a good idea. Man, my feet was killing me. Killing me that night. Uh, by the end yeah, of the night, I, got, I took a train and an Uber to get back home. I did not. And I was only like a mile away from my, my hotel. So I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. Uh, actually, no, we were much further. But either way. So you got to have some support. You got to have some good shoes. There's people who walk out there in heels. You know, the, the ladies. Uh, there's guys who walk out there in, um, you know, in dress shoes. Because, you know, they, they want to look good. You know, good looking fellas out there. You know, wearing their clothes. Nah, G. I'm not about that life. I'm wearing running shoes, some kind of supportive tennis shoes. I mean, I may even wear the Nike Air Republicans, you know what I'm saying? Because those are super supportive. A lot of, a lot mm-hmm. of cushion, you know? But, nah, dog. Any, anytime you're there, you know, wear some good quality, comfortable shoes, especially if you if you decide to walk the strip one night. Uh, it's a long, I mean, it's like, I don't know, three, four, five miles, something like that, the full strip. And that's just, you know, that's just walking up one side. Um, Especially if you want to stop and do things, whatever. Yeah, man. Uh, definitely get some good, comfortable shoes because your feet will be killing you. And regardless, your yeah. feet will probably hurt. You know, your, your knees will probably get sore a little bit after walking a little bit like that. Um, you know, um, but yeah, that's one of those things, man. It's all in good Vegas fun. It's all yeah. in good Vegas fun. Um, and the last truth uh, I'll, I'll say um, is, man strip club tickets strip club tickets so it's very sad and I, I may have mentioned this after I went you know the first time um, you know a while back a couple maybe yet last year I can't remember but um <laughs> there's people who stand on every corner between every block old and <laughs> young man woman grandma you know down to like your nephew who are sit there have 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 a uh, you know, business cards in their hand, they keep popping in their hand. You know, they're popping mm-hmm. popping these cards in their hand and they say, hey, you wanna go to strip club? Wanna go to strip club? Hey, free delivery, free transportation to a strip club, strip club, strip club, free free food, free drinks, strip club, strip club. Like, you wanna go to strip club and that guy? I'm like, what is this? I didn't go. You know, I didn't wanna go to that. I had no time for that. Um, that was, you know, that was college. Uh, but, but no, like, there was, uh, I don't know, there's so many people doing that and I guess it's one of these things you know if you bring their card to the club then maybe these people get paid out or something like that uh, for that mm. but there's so many people there's little old ladies you know what I'm saying little old ladies who should be at home like cuddling their grandkids who are out there like peddling you know peddling boobies you know what I'm saying like it's crazy <laughs> but you find it all over wherever you go even at That's the airport funny. there was fools at the airport who were like limo drivers like hey dog you wanna go to strip club come on I'll take you there, or I'll take you to right one to go to, or call me later on. You know, my name is Ray Ray. You want to go? 
take this card, call me. I'm always on call. <laughs> take this card, show it at the door. And actually, ask for a guy named Greg. He worked behind the bar. Show it to him. He'll get you into the VIP Super Baller room. There's unlimited lap dances. Man. It's just a thousand dollar buy-in. You know, you just gotta pay a thousand dollars. It's it's crazy, man. There's so much, so much of that. It's so much, uh, and, and it's not on the strip. They take you off the strip for that, obviously, um, to go to the strip club. But uh, yeah, man, I um, I don't know, man. This it's just crazy. It's crazy. To me, it's insane. I, I don't know. But you know, there's people there that are there for that specifically. Like it's funny. There's a lot of those guys target like the, the groups of Chinese businessmen and Japanese businessmen, mm-hmm. you know. Um, it, it's it's pretty hilarious. But yeah, those are those are my ten fundamental truths. There's more stuff I could have talked about, like the the price of food, the the expense of tr- transportation, you know, the best way to transport around, which is Uber or Lyft, um, uh, you know, not or or the monorail, not taxis. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, there, there's other stuff. Secret pizza that I found in the Cosmopolitan. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff I could I could talk about, but yeah, those are the things that stood out the most, um, especially the Badusi. So yeah, man, if y'all have awesome. some truths about Vegas that you know of, yeah, hit us up and let us know. Uh, but now uh, is that time, and we'll get to these voicemails we've been holding on to. Our cousin Kayla sent us a few voicemails, and hey, you know, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to Kayla once again. As we said on the last episode, one thirteen. Uh, you know we've been behind, so we got to catch up now. We got we got to catch up on some of these voicemails. But Jay already told you how to call us. But Jay, just please remind the people as I try to queue up this first voicemail. All right, people, get your pencil and paper. Write this down: three eight five three B L A K P C. It's three eight five three two five two five seven two. Give us a call. Tell us your truths about Vegas. Let us know. What places you went to that smelled like Badusi? Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. So many, all of them, all of them. All right, here we go. So, here we go. So, first things first. First things first. Three, two, one. Yeah, it's me, Memphis Deeper. Uh, so you know, I'm just getting home, and I was listening to. The stuff about R. Kelly is broke. Now, I like R. Kelly music. You know, I, I hate he's a sick asshole, but, you know, I like his music, but he's in Africa and they, they showed this clip of him saying, Get your passport. Do you want to come back to America? So they're saying he's, what they think he's going to do, because he's touring Africa right now, and uh, they think he's probably going to try to move to Africa. Questions that she had there, the Kevin Hart right, thing, the R. Kelly thing. All right, Kevin Hart. Uh, this wow, both of those questions are kind of like long when they they mm-hmm. could end up turning to a long discussion. So Kevin Hart, 
thing about his word, he came out, he apologized for it. Uh, uh, man, where do I even go with this? Um, there's been so many entertainers and right, uh, musicians, um, comedians, actors that have said that word. Um, not saying it's right. Definitely not a right thing to do, but a lot of them have, you know, he apologized for it. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like people could let it go. He turned down the Oscars or to, to host them. Mm-hmm. You know, just, I mean, what more can he do? He went on national TV and apologized yep. for it again on, on the Ellen yeah. show. So I think they just just uh accept his apology for what it was he said he was young and dumb yeah when he said it so yeah what more do you want from it yeah right um art yeah r kelly on the other hand ugh, that's turned into such a such a storm Man, <laughs> uh wow especially this past week with the that that show that came surviving out kelly. surviving all kelly yep. um i never really was big on his music or anything uh, I, I've heard he was trying to move to Africa. He's trying to flee the country because, like, I think there's a FBI investigation about to take place mm-hmm. or is taking place now or something. Mm-hmm. So, man, uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. He he just has so many issues with him, and the thing that's crazy is a lot of is like the argument now. Of separating R. Kelly's art from his personal life, and like I said, I've never been like a super huge fan of his music. Mm-hmm. There's been some jams he's had, but I don't know. It's a, a toughy. It's a tough question to to answer like quickly. I'm not sure how to even answer it, but yeah, I, yeah, I, I think he should just face his consequences, especially with all these women coming out. Uh, and it's a lot more horrific and gruesome than than say like Bill Cosby's, even though his was just as mm-hmm. bad, just as bad. But you can't be like keeping people like held kind of hostage in certain situations and, yeah. and, and things like that. So he need to own up and fess up to his his uh mistakes, man. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna say this. Um... Okay, so Kevin Hart thing, yeah, sort of like what you said. You know, what what more could he do? You know, obviously, uh, you know, he said something that you know was uh, that he regrets. Uh, you know, and and mm-hmm. really, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You know, at at the time he said it. You know, maybe he, I, I don't know what his motivation was, um, uh, but you know, it is what it is, and he's apologized. And I think now of days, this this is the problem nowadays. People people are are desensitized now to people's apologies. You can apologize as much as you want. You could you could try to be contrite, and people you know may not necessarily care. They may be like, "Nah, you're not. You're just saying that just because you got caught." You know what I'm saying? Um, so mm-hmm. so people don't buy it as as much as they have in the past. Uh, even though the the good thing is, you know, just like with sports, it's so crazy. Um, you know, mm-hmm. time sort of heals wounds, and actually, uh, you know, there's a there time can also you know add for forgiveness uh, for you. So you know, maybe that that's probably it's, it's gonna happen with Kevin Hart because obviously, you know, he has a new movie coming out. You know, he's uh, still gonna be you know the same comedian, and he'll have you know, he'll still be out there 
you know, in the limelight, and he'll be able to to help, you know, make up for the this, you know, ding on his image. Uh, but it's one of those things, man. Everybody has something problematic uh, that they have either uh, emailed or tweeted or Facebook post or or Instagram, you know, posted at some point in time. Everybody has something that may not be problematic to them, but it's problematic to someone else or another group. Of people. Yeah, of course. Um, so, of course. so you know, if you ever have, you know, if ever if our if our ever show gets show ever gets big, shoot, dog, they'll probably look back at some of our posts and be like, "That's problematic." You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, uh, you know, everybody has something like that. Um, you know, and it's it's just a matter of thing, just just matter as because like, you know, when he was announced to be uh, uh, running or not running but hosting the Oscars. You know, there's always certain groups of people out there, regardless of what group it is. You know, PETA, uh, you know, human rights activists, um, uh, you know, gender gender rights activists, etc. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that have either parts of their organization or troll organizations that are that are with them, that are associated with them, that go back and investigate every single Instagram, Facebook, Twitter you know, uh, Black Planet post you ever did in your life. You know what I'm saying? And they'll find it. If you said it, they'll find it. Either your personal one or your business one, they'll find it and they'll bring it to the light. It is what it is, man. I mean, shoot, dog, I know I got, I got some problematic stuff I said way back in the day, but hey, <laughs> if it comes to light, it came to light. I said it. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. Yeah. And at the time, you know, at yeah. the time, it may have had a different connotation or I may have had a different, you know, you may have had different energy behind it back in the day. Uh, you know, whereas, whereas, uh, you know, nowadays, uh, you know, with a little more, um, you know, a little more social interaction, a little more, uh, you know, thought behind, you know, what you say as an older person compared to a younger person, you know, you probably wouldn't say that, you know, and, and you'd be apologetic, uh, you know, if, if you ever, somebody ever brought that up and you're like, oh yeah, now I remember saying that, you know, or I don't remember saying that, but you know, I wrote it, so I'm sorry. So, hey man, you know, mm-hmm. it, it is what it is. Uh, with the R. Kelly thing, man, ooh, dog, I... Loved R. Kelly uh, back in the day. I used to, you know, jam that 12 play. You know what I'm saying? That's that love making yeah, music right I rem- there. I, I remember when that uh, came out. The Chocolate Factory. You know what I'm saying? I, I actually had the Chocolate Factory CD and uh, it was good. You know, there's pe- people still out there stepping. You know, they don't care what he's doing. Um, <laughs> you know, he's, uh, you know, drip, drip, dripping on people like the Dave Chappelle show. He is <laughs> so funny. Uh, you know, but, but then also, you know, Everybody's always sort of thought that he was sort of a, sort of a a, a skanky dude, um, you mm-hmm. know, saying that he married Aaliyah or whatever it was back really? in the day when she was like, you know, sixteen. I don't know what she was. That was weird. Don't do that. Yeah. Um, the surviving R. Kelly thing, man. Yeah, it's it's bad. Uh, you know, he's it. I don't know. It's weird because he sort of told everybody in code really what he was. But nobody really mm-hmm. truly pulled it off of that. He called himself the Pied Piper, so people think he talked about yeah. laying the pipe. They didn't really, they didn't really put two and two together because the Pied Piper is a story about you know uh, somebody playing music on like a flute or something like that and leading all these rats to death, pretty much, or leading them yeah. away from a city and you know uh, yeah. probably eventually killing them. So yeah, man. So I mean, that's he was the Pied Piper. He was like leading these women uh, allegedly. To you know some compound or house, and you know doing whatever you want to do with them, um, 
it's crazy, man. It's crazy. I don't know. Uh, you know, crazy. R. Kelly, R. Kelly probably gonna be sitting up here next to Bill Cosby. You know, trying to not get his pudding pop. You know what I'm saying? Trying not to get that that Hershey stain on him. You know what I'm saying? Oh boy. Gonna get his pipe piped. Piped. Wait, what? Hey, wait, <laughs> he's what? His, he's gonna get his pie piped. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Salad toast. Um, I don't know. Mm. Hey. Jelly or and, syrup, and and that that voicemail was back from like mid early mid December, so I'm sure she has another voicemail that's gonna come up about that. But yeah, so since this is the Memphis Diesel, uh, you know, voicemail time frame, yeah, let's keep let's keep it going, let's keep it going. Next. Hey y'all, this is Memphis Diva calling y'all, aka Kayla, and so. You know, I was reading that Jacquees, this this singer on uh, Cash Money mm. Label, talk about he is the all-time, he's the king of R&B. Lies, little boy. Um, so what are y'all top five um, R&B Ooh. singers? Mine? Man. Some of them did, but, you know, mine is Marvin Gaye, uh. Usher, well, his pee-pee did, <laughs> R. Kelly. <laughs> So she got a lot of problematic people on her lot, top list. Yeah, that's a lot. Of, that's a lot of. Uh, she mentioned a whole bunch, but that's a. Whew. That's a lot to throw on me, quick, to answer quick. That's a lot mm-hmm. to throw on both of us. Hmm. You you could just answer it. I'm well, gonna just. I'm not gonna talk about Jacquees because I, I don't give him a day. Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Oh uh, wow. Like I, I want to put L up there. She mentioned L Green. Mm-hmm. She mentioned Donnie Hathaway. Uh, boy, boy, boy. Are we gonna put? Man, there's so many. There's so many. It's hard. To, it's hard to answer that. That'd be a show in itself. She. Yeah, that'd be a show in itself. Got, I mean. Keith Sweat. Oh, he puts Keith Sweat even though he had that little run in with Jacquees. Yeah. Uh well it's really Jacquees' fault because it's fool. I don't know. Yeah. Man, there's there's a lot like running through my head right now. I could I could see her with the the Chris Brown uh I, I could understand that. Mm-hmm. Usher. Usher was one. Man, that's too many. I I can't I can't uh narrow down because all my list is probably going to be like pre oh yeah 2000s your your yours and mine will probably be a lot of new jack swing slash old school r&b guys from we say old school so it's like really like the 1990s you know maybe some some from earlier than 1990s but mostly what 1990s and early 2000s uh, they mine will probably be like my well yeah that i guess that new jack swing yeah from the 90s but I think a lot of mine would be mostly from like seventies, eighties, maybe sixties. But we call that, I don't even know, but see, that's when we get to the same question of like, is it called soul 
or is it called hip hop? Oh, is it or, called? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Rhythm R&B. and blues. Yeah, or rhythm and blues. Yeah, yeah. yeah so, right. I don't know. Either way, that's a big question. Yeah, um, true. I mean, if you asked me back in the day before you know this, uh, before this uh, you know foolishness came out about surviving R. Kelly. I'd have had him in my mm-hmm. top ten. I'd have had you know Usher because I used to take Usher. Usher was I play what I played. Excuse me, at the beginning of every day in college, I swear that nice and slow soundtrack or that nice and slow CD. <laughs> Man, I had that playing in my car, and it worked a lot of times. Sometimes it didn't, but whatever. Um, um, you know, Key Sweat back in the day, Joe. There's so many people back there. I, I can't even. It's too much. Chris Brown right now, even though he is also crazy. Um, I don't know, man. There's there's a lot, but ah, there's a lot. So th- those are some of the tops. Those are some of the tops. We'll, we'll just leave it at that. Dang, Marvin Gaye. Oh, that's too many. Okay, on to the next. On to the next. That's a good question, though. We so we can, we can try to we're gonna have to try to put that together. Maybe yeah, we, we should do it up straight up episode, and then have her on it so she could so she can you know slim down her list, uh, and yeah, we could talk about it. So Kayla. We we yeah. inviting you back sometime, so we need to build that show. I'll get my wife in on that too, because she's Ooh, a, be she's a big R and B fan. And honestly, my wife is too, but I don't know if she wouldn't come on the show though. So here we go. Next, <laughs> three, two, one. What up, y'all? It's me again, Memphis Diva. Okay, so we were at lunch, and we were talking about the greatest, the best R and B. B movie soundtracks, okay? So, mm. my little white co-worker talking about The Bodyguard. I said, okie dokie. But I think Purple Rain, Way mm. to Excel, mm-hmm. and I want to say my bestest favorite had to be that damn Love Jones soundtrack. <laughs> and the best man, maybe? No. Love basketball. That's just my, my, no, the whiz. Oh, damn. Here we go again. I'm going to call y'all later. That's funny. She actually called us, she actually called us later in the same day that she called us about the R, the king of R&B. <laughs> that, that question. Uh-huh. That's great. Wow. Man, oh man, th- that that's one. Mm. Of, that's another one of those things that has you know. There's a lot of a lot of answers you could possibly give, man. A lot of answers you could possibly give. Mm-hmm. Wow, R and B movie soundtracks. Probably gotta go with Boomerang. Mm, that's a good one. Uh, you think R and B movie soundtracks? Let me think. Let me think. Everything I'm in my head is like. Mostly hip hop soundtrack uh, mm-hmm. has a lot of hip hop. Yeah, New Jack, New Jack. Yeah, we mentioned New Jack Swing. Maybe New Jack City. New Jack, New Jack City. City did yeah. have like some. Yeah. Yeah, had uh, Keith Sweat. Had, had, uh, yeah, those those would probably be my two. Now I got to go revisit those two and 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 see what uh what they had on it. But yeah, she mentioned Purple Rain. Purple Rain was dope. Yeah, of course, obviously. Yeah, so those three. Let's just go with those three for me. And I definitely say Love Jones soundtrack, uh, New Jack City soundtrack was good. Uh, let me think, who else? What else had a good one? And these, you know, we're we're bringing it back. You know, way back in the day, like 
these old movies with these soundtracks of, of you know real good singers from the 90s you know what I'm saying um, Soul Food, The Best Man uh, you know all had you know good good music on the soundtracks there's there's too many there's too many um, because because this is this is what happens like because you look mm -hmm. at those soundtracks and you just look at um, you look at uh, the artists that are on these soundtracks and you're like wow uh, I like this artist but I don't like this artist but that song I like that song you know have plenty uh, that that movie uh, back mm -hmm. in the day um, had a really good soundtrack and there's some songs on there that every now and then if I hear them or if I like pull them up um, or pull out my CD which I don't do it off at all uh, you know there's songs on there that I would still listen to um, then line between love and hate had a good soundtrack oh yeah um, i remember that man those are hard that's 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 a hard that would be a hard you know episode to put together because there'd be so many great ones and then like right. so many more honorable mentions so that's a great question it's a great question maybe we could do like a one's gotta go or one's gotta stay uh, uh again we need to get back to that um with best r&b soundtracks or you know who's the king of R&B, et cetera, et cetera. So we can build on that show. So right, yeah. So right, right. Good question again. So let's see what else you got here, Kayla. Next question. Now. Hey, uh, it's Mrs. Diva. I'm calling to wish all a happy holidays. I'm at home sick, but what they're calling uh -oh. the Memphis crud. It's a uh, it's a flu and pneumonia strain, mm. and uh, I've been off work Tuesday, and I don't have to go back to work till Wednesday, so I'm in the house, um, and people are scared to come in where they were because I was running a fever, but that's stalling. Um, yeah, that's what they call it, the Memphis Club, right? But I'm on meds, so y'all take care of y'all selves. Because it's a flu strain. And it's no joke. So they probably call y'all whatever city y'all live in. But I hope all is well. And I'm up all times of the night. Because my medication that they got me on. So I'll be calling y'all. Okay then. Tell Santa Claus to bring me a pizza. Supreme pizza. Okay, yeah. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kayla. Yeah. Hopefully you're better now from the Look. Memphis crud, but that sounded yes. just like the Las Vegas flu, I swear. Yeah. And hopefully that Supreme Pizza hit the spot. Yes, yes indeed, yeah. That was what was that? That was just a couple days, a few days before Christmas. It looks like she actually sent us another one uh, just for Christmas. So hope you hope you're better. It looks like you're better off better now because I've seen more voicemails come from you. So yeah, definitely better. Thankfully. Uh, so yeah, let's listen to this next one here. Happy holidays. Hashtag blackout podcast. It's me, Mrs. Diva. Day eight of being in the house recuperating of the pneumonia flu, aka the Memphis Crud. But um, I'm better. Um, so what's good on uh, Netflix, y'all? They they talking about this movie called Bird Box, and I just watched it, and it is really good. It's really good. I mean, you never see the monsters, but it's pretty good. And then I'm looking at um, 
gonna look at uh, Dumpling later, which is really funny, and all that good stuff. So I spent a lot of time looking at Netflix and looking out the window. My neighbor's got a bonfire over there, where a barrel fire. They sitting around, um, drinking liquor around the bonfire, barrel fire. And I've been getting people coming over to bring me food and stuff, so that'll be a work Wednesday. Uh, I got one more day, two more days maybe. But uh, happy holidays, y'all take care of yourself. There's some nasty uh, food stuff going around. Uh, starts off as sinus, but uh, it winds up being something else. Peace out. Okay, progressively getting better. You did we did we talk about Bird Box real quick last week or no? Uh, we did, we did a little bit. Um, did you Did yeah, you see it? I thought it was a good movie. Yeah, I saw, yeah, it. saw it. I saw it. That's I thought right. it was. That's I thought it was good. You know, wasn't bad. Wasn't bad. Yeah, I like it. I like it. Yeah, that's that's about um, the last thing I saw on Netflix, or I guess the last like new thing I saw on Netflix lately. So let's see. What is, What did I start? I started watching something last night. It's called. I think it's called Sex Education. Oh yeah, I saw it's that. It's like a, a UK. Yeah, like a. You know, UK based show. Mm-hmm. You know about this. Uh, this one kid. He's a he's a son of a sex therapist, mm-hmm. and of course, you know, high school. All kids are like doing sexual, you know, promiscuity mm-hmm. in high school. So, yeah. Anyway, he's a uh, ended up becoming like this sex therapist to the high school kids, which is. You know, mm-hmm. it, it has its moments. Uh, I only watched like two episodes, but you know, so far it's okay. Um, yeah, some funny moments, some what the hell moments. Some yeah, it's cool. It's all right. Yeah, you it's know. cool. Uh, what else did I? What else did I recently see on Netflix? Uh, Punisher's coming out next. Oh week. yeah, so I know that's coming out. Um, <laughs> I know the new episode of Black Mirror also released in the past couple of weeks. I just oh, haven't yeah. watched it yet. I hadn't had a chance to watch it, but I heard it was interesting. It took on that uh, choose your own adventure kind of aspect from yeah. those books uh, yeah. uh, way back in the day. Yeah. So you could kind of choose your own adventure. That's pretty cool. In the that's interesting the actual uh, thing, but of course the creator of choose your own adventure ended up uh, filing a lawsuit against a. Uh, Black Mirror Bandersnatch. Really? Like, come on, man! Yeah. That doesn't make sense. That that. Yeah. That to me doesn't make sense because anyone could make that, that. I don't think that's anything that you could like patent. You know what I'm saying? That you could trademark. You know, maybe maybe the yeah. the term you can trademark, choose your own adventure, but like, it's like it's like saying like I don't know what is it like, like the television or something like, anybody could make a TV. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Or or it's or, or no 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 no. no. For, yeah. Or not necessarily like, uh, that, like like uh, like writing an action film. Anybody could write one. Just because I wrote an action right. film doesn't mean, or yeah, you know, that, true. I don't know. It's weird. That's that's yeah. weird. But they're they're like suing for twenty five million dollars, no or Netflix's profits from the film, whichever yeah. amount is greatest. <laughs> yeah, they're they're not. Uh, uh, they, they probably ain't got no money no more because nobody out there trying to buy no choose your own adventure books. Um, but maybe this is sort of, this would like bring back a resurgence for them. I don't know, but you know, Netflix already has, they already have several other things, uh, shows that have something similar to that. Like, I think they have a Minecraft actually they have a Minecraft, um, uh, like Minecraft story mode or something like that, that you can choose your own character and choose your own adventure as well. 
because uh, my son showed me that. And so they have several other things like that. But I think it's foolish that that the choose your own adventure people would come after them like that. You know, it just it doesn't. Oh boy, it's it's sort of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It's sort of ridiculous. But hey, whatever, dog. Whatever. To each their own. They, they'll waste their money on a lawsuit and probably not get paid for like twenty, ten years or something like that. And by then, it won't even matter. So. <laughs> Whatever. Here we go. Hey, y'all. It's um, maybe one or two days before the New Year's, and uh, it's me, Memphis Diva, and I wanted to say Happy New Year's to y'all. I'm, I'm feeling so much better from my uh, little bout with pneumonia, eight days in the house, um, four different uh, antibiotics. Uh, I got through it. It was terrible. But anyways... Um, I'm just on my way home, and I really didn't have much to talk about right now, but I'm going to get ready and go home and chill for a minute before I hang out at the motorcycle club, because I don't have to go to work Monday or Tuesday. We do holiday pay, holiday pay. But um, I'll hit you guys up tomorrow, maybe, and uh, talk about some trending topics. But I just wanted to wish y'all a happy new year, just in case I'm drunk and forget. <laughs> Kayla, happy new year back to you. Glad you're sounding better. So we're getting like the progression of your sickness to being well again. So this is good. Mm-hmm. This is good. This is good. This is good. So here we go. Next up. Happy new year, 2019. Hashtag Black Outside. It's me, Mr. Steve, and I'm riding home in the rain and we're driving. And I was wondering... Or did you guys make any? I had already been working on me just trying to be the best person I could be. And I've learned how to focus more on myself and not on other stupid stuff. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm going to take up kickboxing. Yeah, because I got a lot of stress I need to relieve. Do something different this year. Um, that's my resolution. Uh, but I'm gonna talk to y'all later. I, I got a pizza I'm going home to put in there, but yes, I am a little wine. Uh, I just gonna be me, myself, and I. Okay, I'm talking to y'all later. <laughs> That's cool. Cool, yeah, man. So, do you have any resolutions? No resolutions. Uh, just trying to continue to, <laughs> like she said, be the best person I could be. You know, mm-hmm. uh, take a little more chances on on certain things. Uh. That's about it, man. I, I, there's nothing. Uh, I think the biggest one is just to to get healthier. That's mm-hmm. like number one, pretty much. So that's it. Nothing, nothing more, nothing outrageous, nothing crazy that I'm probably not going to uh, accomplish. <laughs> that I may not accomplish. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Yeah, man. Um, I wouldn't call them resolutions, but I would definitely say goals uh, over resolutions. Um, yeah, and I mean, there's, there there's some, I actually, it's funny. She started kickboxing and congrats to you, Memphis on that. Uh, I, I actually started boxing before Christmas, uh, you know, before the holidays. So this is not a new year's thing. This is something that, you know, I, I decided that I wanted to do. And, and really it's based on my last doctor visit, like my 40 year old checkup. And really, to be honest, doctor said I was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just, uh, you know, there's just a couple of levels that could potentially be elevated if, you know, mm-hmm. 
if I didn't make some changes and potentially, you know, would lead to, you know, me having to take certain medicine and stuff, I'm like, I'm not about that life. Uh, so yeah, let me let me get on up in this gym and do something. And I'm not a person who likes to go to the regular gym, but it's just because it's not motivating anymore. Uh, when mm-hmm. I when I was younger and I was like in high school and I have friends to go work out with or you know I get pushed by coaches like that was more motivating than me wanting to just just walk up to the gym and just go work out. It's just not. Mm-hmm. I can't just do that like I used to. Um, and I really lost a lot of motivation for it. So here, right down the street from my house. As a boxing gym, um, and you know they have classes throughout it, the day every day. They have, uh, you know, really good, you know, skilled coaches, and it's you know it's boxing, so you know it's like boxing fitness. So you're moving and you're punching, and you're moving and you're punching, and you're doing all this stuff. So yeah, I like it, uh, and it's been really good. Um, and they had a really good deal, which I took advantage of uh, to start. Um, so yeah, so so shout out to Legends Boxing. Um, so yeah, man, but. As far as other resolutions or other things, yeah, I was looking at it this morning as I sat down, started talking to you. Um, I definitely need to finish my office, which I've talked about before. I just haven't taken the time to do it. Uh, so yeah, there's stuff I need to do. I mean, you're talking about all the the uh, janky characters that you got. I um, mm-hmm. I have a bu- I have a bunch of pop vinyls and Orbeez and and uh, and things like that that. I just have in their boxes still, and I like to take them out to display, yeah. but they're still just stacked up in their boxes. So, I need to put up my shelves. I need to do all the stuff that I really been wanting to do, but really I just never taken the time. So I just need to take one day, um, and, and do that. So, one day and do that. So Very cool. that's about it. That's about it. Other resolutions, you know, continue to stay healthy. Uh, you know, grow my, grow my, uh, grow that Hooks Rubs and Spices brand. Um, for sure doing well right now uh, you know just keep it growing I may have another opportunity to sort of be an ambassador for another company um, you know if it works out so we'll see along with that but yeah man just just keep pushing forward keep keep growing and you know try to get this stuff out of my hands and out of my storage uh, you know facilities and into the hands of grocery stores and somebody else where I don't have to touch it as much so that's it that's it. All right. Last voicemail from our cousin. Here we go. Three, two, one. Y'all, this is Memphis Diva, 99. Y'all could Jim from Memphis. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, our Kelly special lifetime is about to come on in like an hour. And <laughs> I don't know. It's like they, I'm confused. I mean, what he been doing? And he's been doing for a minute, and people knew it, and mm-hmm. I'm just confused. And now they say he's broke, and now they got all these women they interviewing, and his wife, his wife, and I, I feel bad because I'm like, nigga, you just could have, I don't know, turned yourself in, got some help, I don't know. But anyway, and then Nick Cannon talking about whoever he get with, she don't ever have to work. You know, she independent, you know, she ain't never got to work. Uh, it, it sounds good, but then that's when that control stuff comes in, too. I wish somebody mm-hmm. would tell me, Kayla, hey, well, you ain't never got to work, ever. Mm-hmm. I'll be like, okay, but I'll still be doing my thing, working. But oh well, I guess I will um, talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm. Thanks, sure. All right. Sure. Uh, thank you very much for that, Kayla. Wow. Yeah, man. Um, 
Thoughts? Impressions? Thoughts? Uh, R. Kelly needs some help. Man. <laughs> That's about it. This is true. He, he needs he need something. He, yeah, I, yeah, the man needs some help. Yeah. He needs some help. He needs to face the consequences. Um, I mean, I think it was said in the, I didn't watch the, the docu, docu-series, but I think it was said that he was, when he was young, he got, like, molested or something, or, or some kind of thing happened. And I think that could probably go to, like, another topic as far as, like, uh, mental health for especially men, mm-hmm. uh, unresolved issues and stuff, because, you know, sometimes... Us as men, we're we're kind of stubborn about that thing. Um, yeah, true. Yeah, I just think that there's probably if those type of issues could have been identified like a lot earlier. Yeah. Then maybe something he he probably could have got some help, but of course, you know, sometimes that type of thing is like frowned on in you know the community, especially like black community getting help and, and mental help and things like yeah, that. This is true. Definitely true. It's frowned so. upon in that community. And then, not only is that part frowned upon, but medication, you know, taking medication is frowned upon. Yeah. And for some people, you know, that's the way that they cope. That's the way that they get through every day. And it's not a situation mm-hmm. where you have to be on that, but people, or, or, you know, you have to be on that forever, but people, you know, just attach a stigma. And really, you know, for a lot of people, that's just the way they make it through life. Um, and it's funny, like I talked to somebody recently and they were saying you know uh, uh and this is a doctor and we we're talking about that thing specifically and and they're they're like you know if you go to your workplace if you go to a school where there's kids if you go to you know a, a, a mall like wherever it is a restaurant and you look around the room there there is there's a high percentage chance that there's somebody or multiple people in there multiple people in there who are taking medication for you know for whatever mental illness that they have mm-hmm. um uh you know or or maybe not mental illness but you know whatever thing they have going on in their life and yeah man r kelly you know getting back to that point r kelly yeah definitely he needs some help uh but then also you know he like like you know like we talked about he need to face his consequences um you know he knows what he did there's obviously tons of ladies that have come out you know uh, that have that have said stuff uh, about it and this is one of those it's sort of crazy because like back in the day this may also be going back to like stuff that happens in the black community where we sort of sort of brush off or we you know right. brush off a comment or, or or an accusation as not being true uh and really it's, it's not only black community it happens with you know all communities with professional athletes or musicians or entertainers um politicians uh etc so you know, back in the day, talking about R. Kelly did, you know, would do all this stuff, and he liked underage women, and, and um, mm-hmm. you know, now this stuff is coming to the light with more and more people finally speaking out, um, and it's it seems to be more factual than not. It's crazy, but it is what it is, man, and so he knows what he did. They know what he did. The truth will actually come out eventually, uh, and, and, you know, he'll have to pay for it. Now, obviously, if he moves to Africa... <laughs> Or wherever he moves out of the country, you know, he's going to maybe eventually f- face extradition back, or maybe they'll just never catch him. 
you know, who knows? Um, but yeah, man, um, you know, most of the time it's, I think it's obviously, you know, you have to trust what the victim is saying, uh, until, you know, there's something that's proved that they're not being, being truthful. And it just sounds mm-hmm. like there's a lot of victims with the same story, you know, sounds too true, yeah. too true to not be true. Yeah. Did you, uh, see like the video that, that Master P had posted up I about didn't, I didn't see that it. particular situation? So I think somebody asked him about, you know, how he felt about, uh, whole R. Kelly situation. And he said, you know, he's, I guess he's not to, to judge the, you know, R. Kelly, whatever he did behind the doors is, you know, his business, you know, uh, his thing. But then he questioned where was the, the parents in all these these situations you know yeah especially i think there was like a parent that said that they kind of knew or something like that oh, or they man. they had pictures and then they they did something but he was like if that was me i wouldn't be on lifetime you know having an interview i'd have been on like cnn or i'd have been locked up in jail for you know breaking in the door trying to get my kid back, yeah you know yeah that's true so, that's true um, I can see that, that, that definitely makes sense. That's definitely true. Uh, uh, I mean, I, I would also, that, that's the question where, you know, people always ask like, where were the parents? Right. Um, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, I mean, you, if you know R. Kelly's history, you know, you know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know, his alleged history, you do not let your, you know, 15 year old plus daughter up on the stage with him. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because you know he's going to try to freak her on the stage. You know it. Mm -hmm. It doesn't matter. And if he doesn't try to freak her, he's going to try to do something where, you know, he'll uh, get her back to, you know, his hotel room or something. I don't know. Backstage. I don't know. Whatever it is. R. Kelly will try to freak her, though. Like, that's what it is. That's what it all boils down to R. Kelly trying to freak her. That's what it is. And so, man, you, you don't let that happen. So, and... I don't know. I don't know. Or you don't take your kid to that to that concert. You don't let your kid go to that concert. Yeah, where were the parents? But then again, you know, sometimes you get caught up in the limelight. If you're one of those mamas who've been out here who've been loving R. Kelly in 12th place since you were like, you know, since you were in your, your 20s or your or or whatever, or in your teens, and now you have a old teenager or 20 something that wants to go to this concert, and y'all make a ladies' night of it, and y'all go to this concert. He happens to bring her up on the stage. You see stars in your eyes too. You're like, oh man, still bald headed, you know, still looking good, still got that same vibrato in his voice. I want him to take me to 12 play. You know what I'm saying? And you don't think about it. <laughs> you don't think about it. And it's sad, but it's true. But nah, I, there, there's a little question of that. There's a little question of common sense. Don't put yourself in that situation. But then there's also right. the question of, of uh, you know, the rich and powerful getting their way in this situation and imposing their, their, you know, whatever, their wealth or, or, or status upon somebody to, to, to edit the situation into the way they want it to be. So it's pretty crazy, but it is what it is, man. Yeah, but that's a, that's a valid question, Master P. Valid question. Anyway, all right, well, shoot, dog. Thank you, Memphis Diva, for all of the 
all of the voicemails. Sorry, it was a backlog. Now we're caught up finally. And this is that time of the show where, uh, you know, JQ's that careless whisper. And, uh, oh yeah. George Michael. Been too long, George. Been too long. Anyway, and we talk about tapping that love box. So, pull that love box out, bust it open. Bust it open. Reach on back. Did you happen to see the love box? Was there a love box at CES? Uh, there was not. There was not a love box. Not our love Dang. box, at least. Um, so, hey, man, there's there's space for it. You know, there is a space for the love box at CES. We just need to release it. Skeet, 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 skeet. All right. Mm. <laughs> skeet it up. Skeet it up. All right. Yo, so... If you're hyped and excited about the announcement of Coming to America 2, finally, mm. seemingly, finally. finally coming out, tap your love box, because I'm excited. Tap your love box. Ah, man. If you feel like you stepped in the name of love a little too much nowadays, mm. tap your love box. If you think, if you believe Jacquees is not the king of R&B, tap your love box. Tap your love box. Let me see. Okay. If you are ready to pitch yourself to Mackenzie Bezos to become her new spouse mm. and share that possible $66 billion divorce settlement, Tap your love box. Oh, she gonna get that settlement because I think they they was they was married. They they didn't do like a, a, a prenup or anything a like that. Time. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She's gonna get that money. She's gonna get that money. Oh man. Hmm. Um Who gonna wipe her up afterwards? And somebody somebody's gonna get that. Somebody gonna, and she still looks she still looks pretty cute my, for her age, so yeah, yeah, she somebody gonna get her. Yeah. She gonna give me that wall. TV that mm. you was talking about from CES. Mm-hmm. Just gonna sit in the house all day. Man. That's all you gotta mm. do. You got that much money, what else what else is there to do? Nothing. Like you could have you could have like a you could have like a maid or a butler do everything for you. Like you don't even have to talk. You just have people talk for you. You don't even get like serious. trash one you could you could trash one house and just say screw it, I'm buying a new one. Just like just like that's how much you got. Just like burn one house down and be like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't really care about that yeah. one. It didn't have the right je ne sais quoi for me. Mm. Wow. Not a good feng shui going on. It's dope. So if you think it's dope that Travis Scott donates $100,000 to a nonprofit after school program in Houston, tap your love box. Because that is cool. That's pretty dope. That's that pretty is cool. My brother worked for one of them for a while, and yeah, man, you know they make money from donations and and you know like uh, car washes and stuff like that, and state you know state uh, funding, and it's not you know it's not easy to keep them afloat. So yeah, man, that's, that's dope to travel mm-hmm. today. That. That's cool, very cool. If you uh, if you're like me and spend most of your time at work watching YouTube videos about food. Tap your love box. Yes. For some reason I just like watching people barbecue. 
Hey, you know, if you want some good barbecue food, if you want if you want to add some good flavor to your barbecue, first of all, tap your love box. Second of all, hit up Hooks, Ropes, and Spices on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Hooks and Spice Rubs, Etsy.com. Their, their Etsy page link is actually on all their profiles. Oh. Hooks, Rubs, and Spices. And hey, That's true. if you want to get a Hooks, Rubs, and Spices uh, uh, recipe, at least the first one of many that should be coming out, go to landmanusa.com landman smokers go to recipes hooks rubs and spices has a featured um, rib recipe on there and they're quicker smoked ribs than you would normally do or quicker barbecued ribs than you would normally have uh, it's no three two one method no like six to eight hour ribs nah gee we get you ribs in two hours so check that link you know check out landman smokers hooks rubs and spices uh, is is I guess I can go ahead and announce it is uh, a ambassador product ambassador for them so yeah man Sweet. it's good stuff so yeah man Jay ch- check out that and uh, maybe just maybe you'll see some hooks rubs and spices uh, unboxing videos of some new product uh, as well as also how to cue videos as well so very cool but I'm right there with you watching that uh, but if you spend a little bit too much time at work watching um, video game replays and how to's tap your little box because that's what mode I'm in sometimes yeah totally understand that I'm in that spectrum as well Um, if you are a Dallas Cowboys fan Mm. and paid a little bit too much money traveling to LA because you thought your team was gonna gonna advance in the playoffs but you came back disappointed and crying. Man. Tap your love box. Man, man, man. I'm not. Jared's not. I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you, man. I'm not I'm, I'm not a Dallas Cowboy fan. And I'm glad finally somebody put him out their misery. Thank you, LA Rams. Um, I'm I'm interested. I, I, I'm hoping to see a Rams versus Saints NFC championship. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. I guess by the time this show launches, mm-hmm. we'll actually be seeing that that week. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. yeah, man, um, you know, I'm saying go Saints just because shoot, that's your people, uh, you know. And my dad loved that team, uh, you know, it's like one of his secondary teams from, or actually his first team when he was a kid. So, you know, and Drew Brees, Drew Brees, it's Drew Brees, breezy, keep it breezy. Yeah. So if you think it's dope that GoFundMe is refunding every donation made to the Fund the Wall campaign, tap your love box. <laughs> go fund me. Go fund me is the so I think they should use that yeah. money and they should use it for something else, but I guess since they took it for that specific campaign, it's fine. Give back to the fools. Mm-hmm. Man, if you, uh, damn. If you are the type of person that dreads going back to work on a Sunday or whatever day before you got to go back to work. Uh, tap your love boxes. I do not want to go back to work tomorrow. Feeling so it, much stuff it. I need to do at home. Feeling it, feeling it. Um, wow. Uh, let's see here. Hey, you know, if you're excited because your anniversary is less than 24 hours away, um, but, oh, snap. but also sort of frustrated because you haven't had a moment to actually go and pick up a present, tap your love box because that's me. 
That's sweet. Wedding Man, anniversary. All you gotta do. Mm-hmm. I tell you right now, all you gotta do. What's that? It's just great. Just get a big bow mm-hmm. and tie it around yourself. Mm. And say you got me. Just show up naked. Bam. Is that what it is? Uh, well, I ain't say that, but oh, you can. Okay. Oh, 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 is that no? Say I'm the present. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. I got you. Yeah, you're I the thought... pre- You're the present. <laughs> okay, I got you. I got you. What was I mean, that called? You don't have to. You don't have. To, you don't have to get butt naked. That's your call. I thought it was like the the Justin uh, Justin Timberlake dick in the box segment. So my bad. You could do that too. You could just whip it out, tie a tie a bow around that too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's great. That's great. Um, yeah, man, I, I, that that sounds good. Yeah, think about that. No, but shout out to my wife, Mrs. Jared. Happy anniversary, honey. That will be um, dang thirteen years. Thir- thirteen years. Cool. Very wow, cool. Wow. Wow. Yeah. That's cool. Getting on up there, getting on up there. So that is dope. yeah, and her, and really to her grandparents who just celebrated on New Year's Day, seventy three years, seventy three years. Yeah, that's Dang. that's wild. That is wild. My parents are at forty something. Forty five. Forty six. My parents are at forty, like forty eight or forty nine. I think. Mm, that's right. That's right. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah. Well, and I'm at, it'll be 11 this year. 12 this year. Damn. Yeah. 12. Wow. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that is dope. You know what? So, tap your little box if, first of all, you think it's funny that Soldier Boy now calls himself Soldier Man. Um, because he thinks he's a businessman. So that's the first thing. And then also tap your little box because when I was at CES, I tried to look for the new Soldier Boy gaming system. It's not there. Oh, was, what? I didn't see it. I didn't oh, see it. You know man. what I mean? So last so- year, yeah, that last year, that's where that's where Ray J launched his Raycon, you know, thing. Mm-hmm. I was so, so, you know, and it's actually going really well. He's actually uh, launched some new earbud headsets and stuff like that that, that seem to be doing well. Um, in the market, some store. eyeglasses. Yeah, some eyeglasses. So I was looking to see if we'd have that new Soldier Boy gaming system, that the Soldier System or whatever they call it. And, it's, and it wasn't there. At least it wasn't where I was. I don't know where it was. So yeah, Soldier Boy. It's probably in that far, far, far corner booth, like right the corner stall of the bathroom. I'm gonna tell you what's so funny is like you say something like that. But like you could tell where there's like huge big name companies that put a lot of money into their booth that have a lot of money and that are successful companies mm-hmm. and there are also uh, companies that um, there are also companies that uh, that um, are like these little like knockoff Chinese vendors uh, that make that you know they'll buy like they'll buy the technology for a product or they'll buy a product for like you know 20 cents per 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 product per item Mm -hmm. and then just like brand it with their name or something like that and then resell it you know for you know for like ten dollars five dollars twenty dollars whatever it is um or they or they try to get you to buy that type of stuff you know for super cheap and rebrand it resell it yourself so yeah so where our booth was um we were we're in the we're in the same hall the south hall uh, uh that had a lot of portable power and stuff like that we're on the second floor 
Um, so we were over the drones and all that, all that other uh, gaming stuff and robots that were on the first floor of that same hall. But behind us, we we're like by midway through the hall. But if you go back further back through the hall, there's tons of little tiny companies like that that have gaming systems, that have robots, they have phone chargers, they have speakers, they have all kinds of stuff. And these are the things that you know come from made in China and you know may last for like 10 seconds, may last for a couple months. You know, may last for a few years, may last, you know, for a day. I don't know. So yeah, it's it's really funny uh, that that you would say that. But yeah, that's probably where the soldier system was, and it wasn't listed. It wasn't listed on the on the CES app uh, under the exhibitors. So I definitely did not see it. So sorry, soldier. Sorry. Ain't nobody trying to pay no couple hundred dollars for retread games. You know that don't work anyways. Tap your love box if you think it's funny that R. Kelly was evicted from a Chicago music studio that was featured on Surviving R. Kelly. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. R. Kelly, R. Kelly. Alright, well. Mm -hmm. That's all I got, man. I'm all loved, boxed out. Yeah. yeah. Alright, cool. Well, tell them where they can find us, man. Alright. Well, everybody. This up Twitter, Instagram, hashtag Blackout Pod, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and Spreaker, and YouTube. If you want to listen there, uh, email us topics, hashtag BlackoutPod at gmail.com. Hit us up on the voicemail, 3853BLEKPC is 385-325-2572. Hit up Etsy, grab yourself some Hooks Rubs, and hit up all the Hooks Rubs social media platforms. Check them out. Check all the food out. All the nice smoking stuff. Um, yeah. Hit up bossboxes.shop. Get yourself a boss box. 10% off when you put Blackout 10 in the checkout. And that's it. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. 2019. 2019. Oh, oh, so Anchor. Anchor.com. Uh, if you have the Anchor uh, <coughs> podcast app, uh, or if you, okay. you know, have access to anchor.com uh, you know, from your desktop, check it out. We have one episode up there right now. We're going to try to upload uh, upload a few more episodes. We're just trying to see if that's a viable platform uh, for us to go to um, in the future. So if you have thoughts on that, let us know. If you've listened to an episode on there, let us know. Um, we, uh, you know we're, trying to, we're just trying to work out some things and see how that works uh, for the future. Uh, mm -hmm. The near future, hopefully. So, yeah, man. So uh, I don't know if... I know we have like episode 108 up there, the distracted baby one. We talk about bad baby, uh, and I'm gonna try to try to pull up put up our latest episode, episode 113 up there as well, um, and then this 114 that we're on right now. So yeah, check it out. Let us know what you think. Um, yeah, and that's it. I'm blacking out. Me too. <laughs>